0: Yeah, it it. log in to Kofi Piesot TV.com and get Spears of the Massey Volume 1 by Kofi Paisai Research Team From Spears to Pen Volume 2 by Kofi Paisai Research Team Spiritual Combat Volume 3 by Kofi Paisai Research Team One Night Before Bed by Eni Heret Sean Calfunny Kalawar's Trip to the Motherland by Kofi Paisai From Cocaine to Consciousness by Eni Heret Sean Calfunny As I Learned We All learn by Kofi Paisai also, if you want fresh merch, go to our online store, Family Connect Apparel, and get all the brands. Also, get our 54 deck of quiz and educational course. Available now on KofiPaisaTV.com. Three, five plus minutes, even
1: if they're
2: down by 20 later.
0: uh, put it, uh...
3: In the books are in, yep. All right,
0: uh, when, you, when I looked at ownership earlier in the day, we um, I, I, and then, uh, all, right, all right, peace y'all, peace and black African power, man. Um, uh, welcome yeah. back yeah. to Kofi Paisa research team. Um, hold on, everybody, everybody, could you mu- mute your mics for just a moment? All right, like I said, uh, welcome back to Kofi Paisa research team. This is another edition of Warrior Scholars. Where we interview uh, some of our favorite warrior scholars, up and coming warrior scholars, or warrior scholars who have solidified their uh, self in our community. Um, first, I want to say, E T M Hotel. I want to say, Dua, 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 Aku, Dua, Netcha, Fatmu Alafie, Fatmu Riwi, Fatmu Pile Majuba Iba Ie Gungun, Majuba Iba Ie Gungun, Majuba Iba Ie Lagba, Majuba Ibe Ie Lagba i always want to get on where well, a kiki google i always want to get on and praises to the ancestors because without the ancestors we wouldn't be here we are our ancestors um we got i got one brother from kofi Paisai research team uh on the panel the rest of the brothers is from the pseudo killers we uh some of the brothers reserve uh, their panel time to give it to the pseudo killers um, but before we get into the interview, uh, brother Sutek, um, could you mute your mic, man? You got anything, man, before we start the show?
1: Yeah, uh, Shayla Lafayette News, your brothers. uh, Sutek. I was about to say Sutek, man. Damn, come. <laughs> you got me into that. Uh, yeah, man, uh, great interview, uh, on the way. Uh, I've been, uh, anticipating this one. Uh, my brother's about to, about to kick, uh, about to kick that good science talk to you. Make sure y'all get your pen and pad out, uh, make sure y'all get your questions ready, if you got any questions for the brothers, maybe we uh if we have time, we, we might be able to get to a couple of them, uh, but yeah, man, peace to the brothers on the panel, uh, peace to the pseudo killers, uh, let's just get it in, man, and uh, be on the lookout next month for Moorish March Madness, y'all
0: more to get it, man, I'm telling you. <laughs> Yeah, peace to everybody that's in the chat, man. I'm gonna let everybody introduce themselves in just a minute. Let's go through the little formalities and then we'll let everybody uh, from the pseudo killers uh, introduce themselves. Uh, Family, please like and uh, share the show. I guarantee this is gonna be another powerful uh, interview. Uh, Let me share my uh, screen real quick. Just, uh, damn, I didn't even do the formalities that we go through before we get into the interview. Share my screen. All right. Y'all let me know when my screen is sharing. Damn. We see it. All right. Okay. Let me enlarge in this real quick. Like I say again today, this is uh interview with our good brothers. Uh this, uh pseudo killers. Uh it's a line of them. I ain't know it was this many of I mean, them. There's a bunch of them. <laughs> uh, as i learned we all learn. y'all know this is a phrase that we use over here on kofi paisa research team and on moxie warrior clan uh youtube channel um we must not let our ancestors down we're definitely not letting our ancestors down over here and we always dedicate uh a show to some some uh ancestor or some of our favorite scholars so today's show is dedicated to brother benjamin njai and brother uh, Unk West. Um, these two brothers are the founding members of the Massey Warrior Clan. And I'm dedicating the show to them today because the show came about, um, um, we interviewed both of them three months ago. So the show actually started three months ago, Warrior Scholars, we, we named the show, the interview we did, Warrior Scholars. The, the interview was a great interview, powerful interview. So we just wanted to try to keep it up and get some of our, uh, you know, favorite scholars, up and coming scholars or scholars who have already solidified their self. So we've been keeping it on. So again, I want to say Majuba Iba E to um, Benjamin Njai, In- In- Majuba Iba E uh, to Unc West, which means I give honor and praises to, uh, to them, man. Um, also, man, go get, uh, you know, your Warrior Scholar shirt. You got the two scholars on the front holding the Kofi Paisai research shield and the uh, Moxley warrior clan shield standing on uh some books. So go get your warrior scholar t-shirts. They are available on our uh, uh <clears throat> clothing line in Boca Family Connect apparel if you want one of those shirts also real quick um these are we we put out several publications last year so get your go get spirits of the Mossy volume one from spirits of pen volume two Uh, of spiritual combat volume three. This is a collective, we have three volumes. Sean has a children book out one night before bed. I have a children book out, Kalawa's trip to the motherland of African education and music and instruments. Sean's uh, cocaine, the consciousness and my, as I learn, we all learn sharing information with others, deepen their own knowledge. And this book is also dedicated to uh brother that's the brother that's on the panel Unc West also go get our 54 deck of cards that we talked about uh we've been talking about we put out a 54 deck of cards uh for black history month so go check that out now warrior scholars we have to define before we get into the interview what a warrior and what a warrior scholars i mean what a warrior is and what a scholar is and what we deem the warrior scholar is a warrior scholar uh just a few little definitions uh from the french word war a warrior soldier combative one wages war war war, wages war uh warrior a person engaged uh in experiment and warfare broadly a person engaged in some struggle or conflict scholar a person who attends a school a study under a teacher pupil a person who has done advanced studies and special fields a learned person a holder of uh, 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 scholarship scholar a person who studies a subject in great detail especially at a university uh dang hold on y'all i went awful uh my screen still sharing yeah okay this is my perspective and the child, to child's perspective of what a warrior scholar is we'll start the interview my meaning of a warrior scholar is someone who is well studied or waging war against mistruth pseudoisms, and willing to stand on the battlefield against institutions and platforms that promotes that a warrior scholar is someone who is on a mission for the truth for accurate and sound information a warrior scholar is one who have this discipline good character moral and willing to fight back against those who use uh information dangerously To Chala's perspective of a warrior scholar a warrior scholar is one who embarked on a journey on self-mastery through rigorous physical training in an effort to better one state of being a warrior is one who embarks on the journey of self-mastery through countless hours of meditation in an effort to learn the arts of stillness becoming harmonious with their environments and all existence a warrior is molded guided torn down and build up so that the people may live and continue uh, to proliferate those who seek this path knows the invaluable gifts of humility and knows their place amongst the hierarchy of the people but what does a warrior have to do with a scholar? A scholar is one who embodies all of the concepts mentioned above with the focus geared towards scientific literacy and literacy as a whole. One must first be able to read and then develop superb reading and comprehension skills in order to pro- properly relay the message received through one's galactic endeavors. Proper demonstrations of methodology and any style of discipline and field of study is the only way to reach a proper conclusion. So a warrior scholar is one who fights on behalf of the universal truth. One who seeks the truth, truly set the standards of comebacks, omnipresent misinformation. One who stays in their lame humility, one does not portray themselves as a master swordsman if they specialize in a spirit. So I just wanted to get those definitions out the way of what a scholar, what a warrior is. I'm gonna stop sharing my screen, and we will reside with the interview. Um, this how we're gonna do the interview. I'm gonna let everybody introduce them, uh, introduce themselves, um, and the questions that I got is I got a ton of questions um and the questions is gonna be it's gonna be like i'm gonna ask a personal question one individual question because i want to get to know uh who the pseudo killers are as an individual as well as a collective so there'll be individual questions that i ask and then there'll be a collective where um i'll ask every the, the team as a whole and they can go down the line and answer the question um like that so first um next chef chef since i see chef from french go ahead man and introduce yourself a brief introduction for people that may not know who you are
2: okay okay what's going on kofi pasa tv Please. Um, glad to be here especially during uh black history month um i'm chef ronnell um i was born and raised in baltimore city i i was uh, i grew up a muslim um so a lot of times my information was always in question um my name was always in question um my religion was always in question so um i i guess from a from from a very young age i i, I was always i learned how to equip myself to be able to defend my point of view um as i grew out of religion you know i i started to uh ask who black people was before religion or before Islam. So, you know, I I ran into uh John Henry Clark, and you know, being a a, a student of history, I always gravitated towards John Henry Clark a little bit more. Um, um Ivan van Surdema, I see a lot of people um dissecting a lot of Ivan van Surdema's work, but uh in the late 90s i found his work actually good but you know you 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 live and you learn so um you know jay rogers definitely i was a a a big jay rogers uh fan um and that that basically laid the foundation uh around the early 2000s i i seen that those works was um kind of outdated so um you know I, i had a hard time you know, finding information that was um, up to date, because I was so Afrocentric. You know what I mean? And so a lot of it took me a long time to get out of just reading uh, books by black people. You know what I mean? So once I started to read books outside of black people, it opened the world up to me a little bit more. So that's where I'm
0: at now. All right, peace. Mm-hmm. Um. Brother Malcolm, Brother Malcolm is is next. Brother Malcolm, could you briefly introduce yourself for those that may not know who you are? He might have stepped away from the mic. Um, we'll come back to Brother Malcolm. Um, I am Sosa, you next, brother.
4: Introduce yourself, man, for those that may not know who you is. For sure, for sure, man. Uh Uh, I'm I'm Sosa, uh, King Sosa. Uh, I'm from Charleston, South Carolina. Uh, Geechee and all that, that's a part of my culture. So, um, yeah, I I started my journey off very, very young. Uh, Luckily, I was able to have a grandmother that was um, open-minded. So really at the time I was 11, I was always, I had issues with church. I didn't really, I would question stuff a lot. And when I was 11, she allowed me to uh, stop going because I said, listen, I don't, I don't, this ain't something I want to do. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and she she said, well, you know, try Bible school. And, and, and if you don't like Bible school, and then she'll pull me out. And I, I tried it. And when I came to afterwards and said, it ain't what I want to do, she allowed me to set my own path. You know, so um, that kind of, you know, kind of set me on my way. So then by the time I read high school, and uh, as Malcolm X did and, uh one of the first books that really sent me down that path was uh the autobiography of Malcolm X. I read that book when I was about 16, 17. And then um that book started started my journey. And um then I and then some some type of way, the one of the first books that I got after that was shake Anther book, uh uh Civilization of Barbarism. And um, and then it, shit, I was blown away. Uh, you know what i mean the whole the whole um all the information that he was dropping all the jewels and then i just wanted to know more and, and more and more and more and and then in the back of those books those led to you know your, your um your ivan van surdemans your, your renoka rashid it's big on renoka rashid uh cause j rogers like chef said um uh, like you know like all all the really beginning all the beginning books that a lot of the people on the panel probably probably pick up Chancellor away instruction destruction of uh destruction of a black civilization and um so that kind of that took me back to the root of, of, of mankind and so then i started saying well because even though i did not have heard the christianity or the bible i still had a a belief in uh, god though so i thought that maybe there was a god but, but the god of bible just ain't it so i was like well i wanted to know well, who were the first people to speak about God? Like so, so that led me on my journey just to find out who the first people on the planet was, and man, so forth and so on. Took me to science, and then I ended up, you know, getting more and more into the sciences, and man, it, it propelled me to where I am today. So that's just a brief introduction to uh, my path and how I got to where I am.
0: No doubt. No doubt. Um, Brother Malcolm, I see you pop back in. We'll go to Brother Malcolm, and then we'll go to uh, CK after Brother Malcolm. You there, Brother Malcolm? He yep, might man. be here. We yeah, can hear, hear you me. now. Yeah, we, you good? Okay.
5: Okay. Yeah, fresh out of Memphis, Tennessee, man. Um, started pretty young, man. Got my I uh, got my uh you know black pride from my parents primarily. And so um, I started out Bible thumping. He talking because I
6: can't hear him.
0: Yeah, he talking. Yeah. yeah, we can hear you. We can hear you, brother Mac. Yeah, um,
6: uh, maybe okay. I need to go in and come back out or something because I
5: can't. Yeah, okay. pop go in and pop back out, brother Carl. And so um, but I was always a student of science. And I was a kid that was digging in the dirt, trying to find the worms, creating a you know the mud-sized mountains. You know mixing the baking soda with the uh, uh, with the uh, vinegar. You know trying to recreate nature and things of that nature. So I was always torn between trying to find that self-identity, uh, religious identity, and science. And I always felt the struggle as I as I continued on. So I went from Bible thumping to my parents introduced us to the nation. And so I got you know I I. I read mr the black man and that was the book that really kind of you know kind of gave me a, a, an extra boost of black pride uh and so of course the scientific side of me I always fought with a lot of the other information that was in there you know the two-headed uh <laughs> the double brain scientists and all this other stuff but uh you know i kept going further kept doing further research i always stuck to the science but i kept doing further research started you know started to reach a george gm james uh Dr. Joseph and, and you know, went a, little, went a little bit, I guess, further into consciousness. And so I started, <clears throat> started, um, got worried that there was a conscious community, you know, in videos and looking at all these guys, presenting the information and it was, you know, just being real, It was a ton of Blackology. And so, uh, but being that I've always been a student of science, there was nothing for me to accept the reality that there was greatness outside of Black people. You know, there were discoveries outside of uh, the people that look like me, you know, you had your Nikolai Tesla's, your Thomas Edison's, your, uh, your, your Copernicus, your, your Galileo's and your uh, Darwin, you know what I mean? So um, even in, even in trying to find my identity and my religious identity, there was always science tugging on me on the other side saying, hey, you know, come on back. And eventually I came back home, Uh, uh you know, grew up become a medical professional, currently a paramedic in Tennessee, uh, currently a registered nurse. Uh, got a ton of instructor licenses and uh just doing what i'm doing for my people in the city of memphis right now man i uh, met up with the pseudo killers for shortly man they are doing a thing i was like sign me up <laughs> and, uh, here we are. you know what I'm yeah yeah peace uh
0: brother uh sister ck go ahead sister ck for those that may not know who ck the freaking poet is Flicking, what you say, CK? Flicking, what you be saying?
7: <laughs> <laughs> you making <laughs> fun of <to> me, Kofi? <laughs> Anyways, I first like to start off by saying peace, peace, peace to the panelists, peace to the chat. Hopefully, everybody is doing lovely this afternoon. I appreciate Brother Kofi for allowing us to come through. Um. Uh. Well, I mean, y'all kind of know me a, a little bit, but I guess there's some things that I really don't talk about too too much on the panel. But, you know, my name is Chani Kinsler. A lot of people know me as CK the Poet, because a lot of people struggle to say my first name. And that's always been kind of a cool name. I, yes, actually do shockingly write poetry. I haven't written anything seriously in the past, like, I want to say two years, maybe. But, you know, I do actually do. I do actually have a WordPress uh, website where I've put a lot of my poetry on there, as well as things that I've written when I was in college. I guess what kind of started me off into getting into I guess you could say science or history or anything like that to that degree would be my uh, my father, my father, he was part of the Nation of Islam still is today. Um, I really wasn't really a practicing kind of Muslim thing until about I want to say about halfway into middle school, and most of my high school. Um, I don't think I ever really truly 100% believed it. I think I just wanted to it wasn't like I actually believed it, but I just wanted to do it because my dad was doing I wanted to do everything that my dad was doing. So he got me on to reading books from like uh um Anthony Browder, uh, Layla Africa, of course, all of Elijah's books. And probably like my favorite book I remember him giving me when I was a kid was uh Destruction of a Black Civilization. So reading stuff like that really kind of got me into really liking science, really liking history, you know, and I was really into those things up until I got in um up until I got into college. So before I got to college, you know, I was really into anime and comic books as a kid, and I was writing my own comic books as a kid. And I decided that I wanted to write about, uh, I wanted to create this group of people and I wanted them to have the oldest religion like ever. And I thought it was Islam. So as I got to like trying to find, you know, actual information to support my claim that Islam was the oldest religion, I started finding out uh, sources that proved that it wasn't. And then I tried to see if it was Christianity, it wasn't. So if it was Judaism, it wasn't. And then I just started putting two and two together and then I went on some other kind of crazy ass journey where I started looking into, yo, like if these aren't the oldest religions, like why do people say this? Why do people think this? So I started looking into what was going in, what was going on around those areas where these religions cropped up. And I started putting two and two together that there was a lot of class wars going on in these areas, a lot of fighting. A lot of forced conversions, and just I kind of came to the conclusion that, yo know, like people just making stuff up. They're making stuff up, and they're trying to force people to their belief systems to, to to the way that they want to practice things. And those religions, that's played a big role into how they spread around the area. So pretty much as a sixteen year old kid, I was like, I don't think I can practice this anymore. You know what I mean. And I said, you know what, I'm not believing this. I'm not practicing this no more. I didn't really know it at the time, but that was pretty much the beginning of me becoming an atheist. It wasn't until I got into college that I realized that, oh, I'm an atheist. You know what I mean? So I took ethics classes. I took um, a lot of leadership classes, took some, I think I took a philosophy course too as well, and really kind of got into reading about uh, different people and learning about different things. You know, I'll be honest, I didn't really have like a, a real strong African-centered teaching a little bit that I did get I kind of got while I was in NOI and a lot of the stuff that my dad taught me but you know that was pretty much the beginning of it so as an adult don't around a different things got my associates in criminology got my bachelor's in public safety um, currently today I work as a government operational consultant uh, the actual formal uh, position title for my agency that I work for is a qualified Intellectual disability professional. So I have a caseload. I work at a long term care facility. I make sure that the people there that are in my caseload get the care that they need and that they're getting the services that they need to have and all that good stuff. But how I ran into Unk, if I'm being honest, uh, I originally was watching this dude. I don't know how I got into this. I think, you know, because I was running into atheism and I was watching atheist shows, I was watching atheists beating up. Hebrew Israelites and Christians. And then from there, I was getting recommended videos on YouTube by this dude called The Real Maricaba. Shocking. He shockingly still makes videos today. Um, and then from watching his videos, I was getting recommended videos from Sa Netter. So I started watching Sat Netter and then I was watching uh Seti and I was like, yo, Seti's kind of cool. I like this dude. Like this dude was entertaining, funny, and just beating everybody up. I was like, yes, I like this, I like this, I like this. And then from there, from watching him, I started seeing Garfield and then Garfield was on there talking and then he was name dropping, you know, Mossy Warrior Clan, you know, Unk's channel. And I think he even name dropped New Black Knowledge one time. So I said, hmm, like, you know, if I'm feeling this dude and what he's saying and I'm starting to watch Dagger Squad, you know, let me start watching these other channels, too. So that was back in, like, I want to say 2018. But I used to watch a lot of y'all, but I never said anything in the chat. And nine times out of 10, when I did watch, it was either after y'all had went live or it was while y'all were live, but I was watching it like on my Xbox or something like that. So you can't really see the chat when you're watching it. So I didn't know all these crazy behind beefs and fights and all that stuff was happening in the chat while I was watching y'all live. So I want to say about the beginning-ish, middle-ish of 2019, I started getting a little bold and started speaking up in the chat a little bit more. You know what I mean? and then i sent an email no i sent a message to Unc one day on facebook i'm surprised he responded to it and i mm-hmm. said hey you know i think this would be really cool if garfield and you did um a video with the real maricaba because he does a really good job breaking down beating up the, the hebrews and be- beating up the christians and beating up the bible and i just thought that that would be a good dynamic duo or trio rather and See, the thing is, at the time, I was not watching The Real Maricaba's recent videos. I was only watching his older videos when he was beating up the Bible and stuff. I used to put that joint on replay. Unc was like, hey, you need to watch one of his more recent videos. He's into them rocks and shit. I'm like, them rocks? What the fuck is you talking about? I'm like, he's not into that. So I went to his channel, and I was like, oh, my God. Like This dude is super fucking Crazy as fuck. <laughs> this dude is pushing rocks, it's healing people and stuff. He try to sell people rocks. I was like, dang, thank you for telling me that, Unc. Like, I didn't know. I said, I can't watch this dude no more. So when I said that to Unc, Unc was like, hey, hey, shorty, how about you come on my um channel one day? And I was like, really? I thought he was joking. I'm being honest, I thought he was joking. And I wasn't going to do it initially because normally I'd be chilling in the back. I'd just be watching, you know, I normally don't even type in the chat like that, you know what I mean? But I just kind of went for it. So he went live, it was on a Saturday, I think it was like August, 2019. And he was like, I think they had, Asar was on the the show at the beginning of the show, and then it was Jawu, and they had this dude on there called Lotus or Lotus. I can't remember his full name, but he's one of them Aboriginal crazy mother flowers. And uncle was like, hey, you know, you coming? I thought you was coming. And I was like, oh, for real? Like, you, you sure you want me to come up here? So I came up there and I finally got a chance to speak, you know, and I kind of went in on Lotus a good bit, you know, and then from there, uncle just kept allowing me to come on the panel. And at some point in time, you know, he ended up floating the idea, you know, to creating this team called the Pseudo Killers and he wanted me to be a part of it and i was like sure why not you know because i like to read science i like to read you know science journals and articles i like to watch documentaries i like to read into history so i kind of get the best of both worlds you know i'm really into new black knowledge i'm really into learning about my black history i'm really into learning about science and sharing sources with people and i love beating up the pseudos if you all haven't been aware you know what i mean and i may not be as good as some of the other pseudo killers at remembering everything and being able to regurgitate stuff. And you know, pull up sources on command. But I can go get that if I have to. But I hope I wasn't too long-winded. But I think yeah, that's up. <laughs> yeah, right? you. Yeah, yeah.
0: Fight yeah. <laughs> up, yeah. um, Shephern. Uh, if you're still watching, you can come back in, uh, Shephern. We got another slot. I know you popped out. I don't know if you popped out to let True Ministry in, but you can pop back in, uh, Shephern. We definitely need you back on the panel, brother. Um next we'll go to uh we'll say um for last we'll do brother Kent. Brother Kent, uh introduce yourself, man, to uh those that may not know who Kent Logan is.
8: All right, yeah, y'all can hear me, right?
0: Yeah, briefly now we don't do a CK. <laughs> about to play the, <laughs> about to play the music. For, <laughs> <laughs> well, y'all know really. y'all enjoyed that. Don't
7: lie.
0: Yeah, we enjoyed it, sis. We enjoyed
8: it. Already put the movie out, yo. Now nah, but uh <laughs> Uh, my name Kent Logan, man, uh, uh, from Washington, DC, man. Spent a lot of time in Charleston, South Carolina. That's my second home. Um, man, uh, to be short, man, grew up as a Christian, mama raised me as a Christian, hundred percent, 99% Christian family. Uh, you know, I always had questions about where I came from as far as like, you know, how did we get here? You know, what's going on in space and all of that. And, uh, when I asked, when I used to ask the question. uh, the Christian leaders or whatever—they—they they never gave me a straight answer, so I just kind of had to go with what they said. And uh, you know, uh, throughout life or whatever, had a little journey through different uh, avenues. Uh, did was in the conscious community, you know, dealing with those cats for a while uh, in South Carolina. I had the Sankofa family uh, group that we used to bring uh, uh, lecturers down there, you know, trying to spread information to the people. What I thought was you know, the real information and all of that. And then come to find out I was full blown pseudo, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All of it wasn't bad, but, you know, it was it was a lot of pseudo information that was, that was being spread by some of the guys. And, uh, you know, from there, uh, ran into the aunt, you know what I'm saying? Brought him down a few times and uh, he kind of pointed me in the right direction. And I just kind of took it from there on my own, you know, just, you know, looking for different authors to read, uh, different uh, scientists to, you know, Told me about the journals and all of that. Um, create he uh, created the pseudo killers, and you know I told him, "Yeah, I'm, I'm good. I can get on there with y'all." And, you know, it was it was on from there.
0: No doubt, no doubt. Now, uh, Truth Ministry. For those that may not know who you is, brother, could you uh, briefly introduce yourself?
3: Yeah, peace. Uh, peace to everybody in the chat and on the panel. I'm Truth Ministries, and uh, pretty much the reason I joined the uh, Pseudo Killers is because I was one of those people that was in the chat, you know what I mean, that was always arguing and debating everybody in the the chat, because I was into African spiritual science at the time, you know what I mean, real (laughs) heavy. So I'm gonna keep calling the African spiritual side. <laughs> we may have still have a, a, a slight debate about that, but it ain't nothing major. But um, yeah. So it 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 took me from having I, I, it's another meaning for the pseudo killers other than just killing pseudos. To me, it means like killing the pseudo and you. It took it took for me to actually have to go into the books and go into everything. To have the pseudo to and actually debate these guys and actually lose to these guys, you know what I mean. To actually be able to kill the pseudo within myself, you know what I mean. Because it wasn't like I was going in the wrong direction; it was that I didn't have the right information to back the what I was going the uh, uh, traditions I was going in. I didn't understand. It. I was I was understanding all the spookism from spirituality. You know what I mean. He, uh, uh the pseudo killers, pretty much, and, and the Dagger Squad, and MBK, pretty much took the pseudoisms out of, it. you know what I mean? So, so once once this pandemic came around, and and uh, it, it was a whole bunch of people coming on with misinformation. I seen the necessity for people to come in and speak scientific literacy, because it was literally five G and uh, nanoparticles, as robots, there's a whole bunch of misinformation that's out there that's just uh, dangerous for our community right now. And for me to be a person that say I care about my people and I I call myself one of the frontliners for my people, I have to be on the front line in this battle. So uh, that's why I joined.
0: There's peace. Um, Brother Corey, Concrete Corey, for those that may not know who you are, man, could you please briefly introduce yourself?
6: Peace, man, peace. Uh, I appreciate you having us on, uh, Kofi. I, ain't no better place to be uh, during Black History Month. You know what I'm saying? So it's an honor. But For you sure. know, I, I'm just, uh, I'm just a guy that like to, to you know, read. You know, I'm, I always been curious. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, you know, I grew up with, in my family. You know, uh, I went to church. I went to Sunday school with my grandmother and all that. I'm. I, you know i was raised mostly by my dad though and, and he never really spoke about religion or nothing like that to me or god or nothing so you know that was never a real a real it was never a conversation at all you know he he never had uh, uh pictures or nothing like that i mean he he always had you know nature magazines around he had pictures of like uh you know nelson mandela and malcolm you know what i mean people like that around so i never really was you know, accustomed to, to, to the whole, uh, religious thing anyway. But, you know, as I grew, you know, saying? I, I, you know I, I I found myself, uh, getting into science more and, and liking to read, you know, uh, some of the magazines and stuff like that, not necessarily the journals, um, just magazines, basically other scientific enthusiasts, um, they they write they they develop these magazines and stuff and i used to i liked the the pictures and everything in them and and i used to read the the articles or whatever but you know so as i as i grew, you know what I'm saying um i i i kind of wanted to get into like really like what is what is god and 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 like where does religion come from and where do humans come from and all of that you know you, you start to ask yourself these questions as you get older and um you know um as time passed you know you uh the internet developed you know what i'm saying I, and you're able to, to kind of take yourself on the journey through the internet i went through my pseudo stage and all of that but you know um like I said, I, me not being a, such a believer in the believer state, I, I never really went for any of it. And so, you know, I, you know, I, I, I after a while, I started to see people debunk Christians. So, and, you know, I started to hear about atheism, and you know, you, you type that in, and after a while, you get to a, you know, you, uh, you get to a point where you get different algorithms, and you know, atheism. I, I typed in black atheism one day, and I got um, you know what I mean, and uh it's, unk star, it's uh videos of unk started coming in my algorithm and you know i mean i, I started to hear what he was saying and I, I liked it what he was saying and you know i start I, through him i i got um acquainted with the uh conscious community i started to get sinetta's videos and all of that so you know um just you know going on Garfield show he you know he put the link in the chat a lot of the times and you know so I hooked up with um, through through Garfield and, uh, and so that's basically how I, in a, you know in a nutshell that's basically how I, I got up with the pseudo killers um
0: and last but not least uh, God killer uncle kit uh, could you and everybody I don't know who you is but please yes, you know for those that may be up on the rock Could you briefly <laughs> introduce yourself? Hey black african power family man. Peace to everybody man. Uh, i'm a proud
9: honorary member of Passa research team man. I appreciate The work y'all brothers doing man. I'm proud of you man. Y'all 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 in queue Doing y'all thing man, and that's that's valuable. So for me, just to be able to have a group like this is is so, so important uh, to keep, to keep the writing going, man. So it, it, it just means that the next generation is in good hands. That's what it mean to me. So that's always been a dream of mine and a vision of mine to see other brothers and sisters dedicated to science and proper research methodology. I'm saying to inspire people. So, you know, I'm, I'm on the scales of my yacht based off of the work I put in, in the streets in Baltimore, Maryland. So you know, I just I'm on a scale, so I'm gonna keep fighting to make sure so that pendulum stay on the other side, and and that's basically why I do, you know, uh, uh, why I do what I do. So I just appreciate everybody, man, and I'm I'm, I'm looking forward um, to the to the interview. And you know, my 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 quick story: my great grandmother, not my grandmother, my great grandmother. Uh, shout out to my great grandmother, Grandma Rice, the great ancestor. Uh, every Sunday she used to take me to church. And if not for her taking me to church, I wouldn't have saw what I saw. So every Sunday when I went to church, they used to have these big uh stained glass windows. You know what I'm saying? But the big stained glass window had Jesus and all the angels and they was all white. And I would always say, man, what? What? I never understood that, how a whole church full of black people had those white stained glass windows, right, with white people on. I, I just never, that never it never made sense i didn't know why it didn't make sense but it, so so from that from that moment of first time i stepped foot in a church and seeing jesus was white god was white the angels was white that's that was enough for me to always question from that point forward so that's when my journey actually started i probably was about six five or six something like that but that's my journey uh started yeah with that man i just you know Amen. Oh, I want to shout out uh to, to the other members is not here. Dr. Oyala Brother Nahisi, and uh Brother Vance. All right, shout out to them.
0: And you know, let's go ahead and get a crack. All right, let me add true ministry back. All right. All right. Now that we got the introduction out the way we always want people to introduce themselves when they come on the platform. Um, and the first question, like I said, well, we like I said, how I got them the question phrased it'll be because I want to get to know the individuals, uh, uh, you know, uh, personally myself. So it'll be questions targeted toward the individual members of, of the group, and it'll be uh, then a question to come behind it as a collective with the group and y'all can go behind each other and answer the question. And this is a question here. The first question that we have for people that's always on the show, um, is what I mean name some of your favorite warrior scholars. So could some of y'all? Could y'all name you know briefly some of y'all? Uh, uh, w- who y'all would deem to be
6: a warrior scholar? Oh, uh, can anybody answer that? I can get one name off the top. Uh, Doctor John Henry Club. Okay. Let's say uh, Amos Wilson. Yeah, I would have said Amos Wilson, but Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: Um, I, I'm gonna
6: go with I'm gonna go with um
9: shout out to Chris too for the uh, Kofi Passai Research Team, man. Uh he made sure I, um I actually put this in my library right here. So you know for me is is Hubert Harris, Harrison, Harrison, uh Dr. Ben, um, John Henry Clark and uh who else we got Dr. Club. um john g jackson you know they like the four horsemen for me uh you know atheists and you know for me that's that's my that's my bread and butter right there and they they warrior scholars because if you can fight against your oppression by alleviating the god in your mind yo you know we didn't win a long
0: way for success no doubt what about the rest of the members this uh a uh, question for everybody you you know you can name as many as you like it can't joke shake onto
7: yeah i was just about to say that one i don't know i don't really have one because i don't read so many different things and then i forget what i'd be reading oh, a the book that i read from him back in uh when i graduated in 2017 uh, barbarism and civilization i really enjoyed that book and i mean i know this is a white dude but I really enjoyed when I was in a philosophy class in college, I really enjoyed uh, when we started learning about uh, David Hume, despite the fact he might be a smidgen racist. Um, Damn. You yeah, got to... he might be a bit racist. <laughs> I mean, well, we didn't learn about that stuff in school. We Good just focused God on just the Mike. philosophy. But I really enjoyed his stuff. He he really opened my mind to a lot of stuff. Um, I'm trying to think, it was one more book. Oh, mm. and of course I would mention, a, uh, chancellor williams with the uh, structure on the back black civilization i really enjoyed reading that book as a kid even as an adult all right
1: what about oh, you Lawrence
7: cross uh-huh. Lawrence
8: cross yeah richard, well. richard dawkins that's that's my mm-hmm. one of my favorite dudes uh-huh what
0: is going
4: yeah, yeah. what about so,
8: you so, chef oh go ahead ken i'm sorry uh-huh. no i'll so- say oh my <laughs> bad Go uh
4: so yeah, I would say for me, you know, one uh, like I said, of course, Shea got a job with the foundation. But man, like I said, I was I was big man, certain You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, came for Columbus. That that was my joint. Uh, man, from uh, from 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 Superman and Man. Shit, man, fight. look. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Man. I, I mean <laughs> like, that every fight. time I walk past it. I pick it up. Yeah, that's a
2: good read.
1: That's a, a good really read, boy, bro. bro.
2: Yeah, <laughs> hell
9: yeah. You mean they came from Colombia? Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, no. He
2: he said from Superman to
9: Man. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that, that train
5: ride was kind of yeah. serious. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The
4: wrong
0: Benny
5: Junior. Who yeah. that? Kyle? The wrong Benny Junior. Okay. Oh, what yeah, about you, J- Benny Junior? Definitely.
0: What about you, Chef Man? And we'll move on. Um
2: i, I would i would say you know one that really that really got me going um out of out of religious um chronology was uh ban egypt revisited you know um just the collection of writers that he had and then the different subjects that they uh you know, all touched on about uh, African civilization, that really, you know, opened my mind up, I think the most, you know, what I mean, if I look at it from, you know, where I come from, far as wise, I, I deal with history more than I do science. Um, but Egypt Revisited was definitely, you know, it, it introduced me to, you know, Dia. it introduced me to uh, Dr. Finch, um, a whole bunch of different, you know, I, I was able to go in different directions. Um, even, uh, but what's my man's name? Uh, uh, he not too, um, fought now in this community nowadays. Uh, I was into um, Naimatma, You know. Oh, mean? yeah. Yeah, no psychological doubt. chains of slavery. You're right, right, yeah, right, right. that was, that was, man, that was... But, man that did so much for me right um mentally you know what i mean um just to see the world that you know we not even looking at the world uh through a um through our own lens you know what i mean like that that it was a different way to look at the world like other people can have different can be looking at the same uh phenomenon but have a different you know uh conceptualization of that same phenomenon. Um, and he came through, you know, from a psychological standpoint that we were African first and by being dominated, you know what I mean, that now we look at the world through the eyes of our oppressors. Like that was like, that was like groundbreaking for me. So I would say Naeem Akbar, Van Sertema, um, and even Anthony Browder touched on a lot of that stuff um, back in the uh, late 90s. When
9: I really got into reading, so All right, no doubt. I, 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 go real ahead. We'll um, fast, yo. I'm just saying, yo. I, I, man, I'd just be remiss, yo, if I didn't uh, shout out these warrior scholars. These, these my favorite up to date warrior scholars, yes. man. And yeah, all jokes aside, particularly chapter, chapter four, right here, yo. That's a banger, yo. Start giving them ages, a man, and all that. That's kind of that's man. That shit. Excuse my language, man. That's that's fire. That's a fire chapter. For me man but right now yo like up to date yeah these are my favorite warrior scholars right here right now i'm talking about right now you know what i'm saying well i can dig in and say damn i ain't know that so if i'm reading something i'm saying i don't know that then i get to looking and i and the sources there and the journals there you know what i'm saying like yeah man this this that yeah these are the next generation right here doing that so yeah right here for right now these are my favorite warrior scholars right here produce these works right here, up to date you know what i'm saying so I, I always build a tier. You know i go from the the, the the oldest and then i like to bring it forward to now so right now where i can talk to them and reach out that man that's you know that's a gift right there to be able to reach out and talk to the authors and some of your favorite scholars right there so yeah that's that's just for me
0: yeah man we we definitely appreciate that man we we definitely appreciate that man um so uh um, we're gonna start this with um my first question is what was your inspiration motivation and drive for you to put together the group pseudo killers if, uh, sh- brother vance
9: um I, man we was I, I wasn't doing a lot i was sitting back chilling uh the squad they was breaking off doing different projects and stuff and i i mean for me i was just like man let me see um what i what i want to do and you know vance called me and say man you know I, I you know i'm messing with your work man i want to interview you I was like, all right, okay. And then he knew so much about what the hell I was doing. And he, he just, he got to talking about going Interstellar and how a particular probe from, I think it was 1960 or something, and talked about what was on the probe and how they had, uh you know, like, humans, on you know, pictures of humans and music. And I forget the name of the daggone probe, but he, we talk, he talked about how it went Interstellar. So I was like, man, this young dude is kicking it. I was like, man. So he just he he just remotivated me, and he was talking about his friends, his age, and how they was kind of dealing with Pharaoh. But he but but the thing that got him was my interaction with Pharaoh, and how I just had something different going on with the with the information. And he said he started looking it up, and it inspired him. So 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 when a young person come to me with that, and said, "Yeah, well, just come on and you know do a show," and he would always be like. Five steps ahead of what was going on in the street like he introduced me to uh nipsey hustle yeah you know i'm saying and and he was always had me a step ahead i say he, he just re-motivated me man and so you know i i, I you know I, I start reflecting on brothers like brother kent because brother kent would always spend money on me yeah you know i'm saying and if i say yo but i need to bring somebody with me because i never like to go to where by myself i got goddamn sense right and, and not to mention you know what i'm saying i like to i like to get everybody's feet wet so i'm like yo let me come on yo you got to bring my man though if you you know what i'm saying if you bring me then you so i'll bring wu Jia, whoever available and and he would always pay our way hotels all that so i was like can't when when, when i do something or when i'm thinking about something you know what i'm saying we always kept in contact i'm gonna deal with him. then i run across corey and him i was like ah you know what i mean i was just motivated man with the when when i could just 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 vibe with people who just didn't believe at all and nothing nothing religious base and it just was refreshing it gave for the first time it really gave me a chance to really just you know sometimes you need a refresher and for me just this, this journey I'm on these days is just very refreshing and highly motivating so you know yeah so all of us decided it wasn't just a it wasn't just you know one person decide man we just it, it just collectively came together and you know it's yeah so the majority of us yo was original original you know and, and the ideas came from everybody basically so it just kind of merged in man you know what i'm saying it's you know you know i'm always fight for something new or just something stand in the forefront and so for me those brothers and sisters it was refreshing it was you know it was it, it, it just was refreshing and they've just refreshed my mind and i mean we all vibe so yeah, yo, that's what it was. it was. That damn Van show got me, got me back into the game Cause I was like, done. i was like, I'm done with these fools, man. I'm just gonna retire, keep reading and studying because you know people was ignorant as hell, man. You know, and I'm always the bad guy. I don't mind being a bad. I'm a damn good bad guy. I don't mind. Don't get me twisted. I do not mind being a bad guy, but I just felt like it. You know, my channels was taken, and you know the fools was in high demand. And it sometimes it's kind of trying on you, but when somebody reach out and say, whoa, ho, 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 huh? whoa, 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 this is what you did for me and that, and it just was motivated, it just, yeah, because I was out, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna let these, I'm gonna let them die in their ignorance, yeah? So that's.
0: <laughs> yeah, right? I haven't been there, I haven't been there before. Um, <laughs> I wanted to say the hell with it too. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, man. Um so this question is directed man you know it toward everybody i kind of already know i didn't i well i i really i'm i'm i don't know about one one person didn't say it and um that was a true ministry but this is um this is question is directed i already know the answer but i'm gonna throw the question out there i'm gonna put something else on the end um and some of y'all kind of already talked about it but you know if if you didn't can y'all kind of briefly touch on it is so you know are, are all the pseudo killers atheists and if so what made you all turn to atheism you know i know some of y'all kind of touched on it a little bit but you know y'all can kind of reiterate on what was the point where you know you was it was the, it was the hell with all the religions it was the hell with god and and um you know i'm a <laughs> i'm a nun i'm a non-believer i'm a uh, you know i'm a I'm a atheist but but first before y'all and for and i, I want to hear from everybody now only more i i wasn't i was unsure with two but you know doing everybody introducing themselves you know some people kind of you know i already kind of explained a little bit but still come back you know shepherd because i because i, I want to hear some more ck i know ck and sheffron did but still you know if y'all want to elaborate some more on that y'all can elaborate some more on and then I seen true ministry I knew y'all and I didn't when I see true ministry I I just you know I I I don't know brother true ministry but I all I, I'm thinking about you know I thought the brother was a preacher or something so <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like you know I'm kind of yeah, confused no <laughs> I'm not, I, I mean I'm, I truth. yeah yeah no 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 doubt no doubt I'm saying I when I seen it brother I mean, I'm saying I'm not I'm, I mean it's it's I I I didn't know but um before everybody can elaborate on what was the breaking point where you became you know uh, okay. a, a atheist brother um can you explain what is a real black atheist for people that may not know because and again like when you know over here i understand a lot of people in the chat may know what an atheist but we when we when, when i do these interviews or even just doing information or presentation in general, I always want to make sure that I'm 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 conveying information to people that may not know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? So I have to explain. That's why a lot of times when I start to show up and we're talking about certain things, I want to give working definitions so the, the layman can kind of follow and understand where I'm coming from. So for people that might not know what an atheist atheist is or what a real black atheist is. Can you explain that? And then after you explain that, can each member of the pseudo killers come in and tell us what you know what turned you to be uh atheist or or real black atheist?
9: All right. So first of all, shout out to Brother Fritz, man. He on the team too, man. I mean I almost forgot Fritz. He he linked on me, man. He in the UK, man. So we you know we want to spread it to the UK, pseudo killer. So shout out to Brother Fritz. I don't know why he left, but he yeah. he, as he was being a gentleman and letting yeah. his sister in. It's all good. Um, but uh, and and I can I can say that 99 percent of the pseudo killers are atheists. I can't speak for like like I can't speak for Truth Ministry. I don't know where he at right, and I can't speak for Malcolm. So you're gonna have to specifically hone in on them so we can see where they <laughs> at. I'm gonna cheat you the best, <laughs> oh, but I can guarantee that ninety nine percent. It's atheist. Now I can't guarantee the 99 percent of them is real black atheists, right? Because you know that's that's what you're defining. Okay. You know what I mean? So for me, uh I I got tired of listening to everybody else. So I felt like I needed to uh after being a Muslim, after being a Christian, after being uh call myself a black Hebrew Israelite, I did that too for about a month. Uh did, did, after being in a cult, you know what I'm saying? And that took me through to a lot of different schools, right? And, and so I just decided to come up with something that kind of fit, because I wanted people to know that you could be proud, you could be a proud African, <laughs> dedicated to African people, honor your ancestors, and still be an atheist. And I had quite heard nobody put it that way, but I seen how Dr. Ben did it, and I seen how John Jackson did it. And so I just wanted to put a name on it, real black atheism. So for me, a real black atheist is dedicated to fighting for one, the African American in America and then for the African, no matter where he may go at, right? And then a real black atheist, never forget where he came from and is proud of being from ancestors, being from Africa, right? Don't necessarily gotta practice a spiritual system at all. That's not the point, but you can be, you know what I'm saying? As long as you're against the state sponsored religion, real black atheism, atheist is with it. You feel me? So, you know, it's just, it's just a, It's a a ancestor like for me, like I just honor my ancestors. No, I don't think my ancestors are going to come back to life. No, I don't think there's some kind of spiritual energy. No, I just know I'm a collaboration of my ancestors based off of the genes. So, so real black atheism will always honor Africa, right? Not believe in their gods, but understand what they meant by their gods. Dig a little deeper into it, right? And honor your ancestors. So, for me, that's that was real black atheism, definitely against the state sponsored religions, definitely that. But you can let anybody rock, and I won't go too long, okay? Okay, then. Well,
0: uh, you know, we'll get go welcome. down. And, <laughs> well, yeah, we'll get we'll start with with true ministry, we'll start with Malcolm, and then you know, we'll just uh hear from everybody else. Do I need to repeat the question, or y'all got it? No, I, got I got it, it. okay? Who,
5: who you going first with me, uh, you, whatever one, no matter, okay? Okay, I go in just in case I. I don't want to get a call and have to, you know, what I'm saying, Bag buzz out. But uh, for me, no, I don't believe in a uh, in a God. Uh, I, I understand the concept, and I understand that, in my mind, you know, from my experiences, my studies, and like um, you know, just like Brother Unc, you know, I was a part of. I've read, you know, the history of so many different doctrines, uh, you know, Hinduism, Judaism. Christianity, Islam uh even you know delved a little bit into the uh, West African religions, uh, you know Mithraism, Confucianism, Buddhism, you know what I mean and you just kind of see it's just people's way of uh, of trying to explain their environment in a way that they can understand And so for us for people on the other side of the coin you have the scientists and that's pretty much pretty much what scientists do is they explain the universe in a practical manner or well, they try to explain natural phenomena in a way that humans can understand. And then I think this is why there's such a huge battle between the two and have been for uh, millennia. Uh, but, you know, after just for me, just the continuous uh, studies of different uh, religions uh, combined with taking formal classes, you know what I'm saying, getting a college education, uh, uh, to my guy Sosa's uh, uh, point, you know, those psychology classes, you kind of understand the human psyche and why we behave in the way that we behave. And then a uh, shout out to my boy, Corey, physicists. They kind of put the cherry on top of the, you know what I'm saying, on top of the cake for me. Because, uh, you know, I'm listening to Neil Grass Tyson, Lawrence Krauss, reading about, you know, Max Planck, Pat, uh, Lewis Pasteur. I'm, I'm, I'm like, man, they're explaining natural phenomena. Albert Einstein, E equals MC squared. I mean, they they, they killing it and explaining these uh, uh complex uh concepts in the simplest form trying to better understand uh uh the you know the natural world and i always say it i say if anybody will ever discover a god it's gonna be a physicist mm-hmm. it's gonna be a damn scientist so um so for me that's what it is you know i, I my religion is science it's, it's just that simple no doubt i can respect that too man i, I definitely can respect that um, if put, go ahead if i can put the cherry on top uh this this will be it. i i listened to uh Neil deGrasse tyson the other day and he said he said you could take a i think he said you could take 100 people and have each of them to pick a, a lucky number and every time you have somebody pick the right number you'll maybe you'll you'll exclude 50 people right you exclude half the population you have them do it again you 50 will turn to 25. You have them do it again. 50 will turn to 12. You have them do it again. Uh, 50 will turn to 25. 25 will turn to 12. You have them do it again. 12 will turn to 6. Have them do it again. 6 will turn to 3. Have them do it again. And then you have your lucky person. He said, uh, every time you do this experiment, one person will pull the correct number 15 times. It don't matter how many times you do this experiment, that one person is going to get it right all every time they pull that card because somebody has to win and that's pretty much our universe so there's nothing special about us to the point where we got to feel like some magical figures in the sky just happened to create us because we were all so special i thought that was profound but that's it
0: our brother brother uh true ministry
3: yeah so um with me to answer the question shortly um no, I don't believe in a God per se at all. But what I do understand is African spiritual traditions. And if we go into African spiritual traditions, let's go into like Vodun, Haitian voodoo. You have the word for the God is called Loa. All right, Loa translate and in, translates into law. Okay, all the the African spiritual traditions, all their gods, so called gods, are really just Laws and principles that you can apply to your life to make your life better. when the ancestors told me to know that No, say know, know that thyself. I took it serious And what they mean is just to understand who you are what you are and understanding the natural world around you And the only way to truly do this is through silence You see what I'm saying? So that's what I do. I'm not I'm not into the worshiping of any God But I do practice African spiritual pr- uh, principles and traditions
0: no doubt i i i can uh both of the answers i can rock for both of the answers i'm i'm kind of on that 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 same past um two um you know that you spoke on and he mentioned the luau the luau's are nothing more than lesser deities you know in in african traditional religion or what we call kimoyo you have a hierarchy so he but he mentioned haitian but if you go back to benin uh yep. and togo uh, and you you look up the fun people you will see them you know um, um the lesser deities will be the voodoo and the uh higher deity will be uh mama lisa so right. um so yeah um what about you uh let's go let's go to shepherd man let's go to sheriff i know you touched on it briefly but i i know you are atheist but what was the break and I, I, I know you mentioned it briefly but can you kind of reiterate what made you become an atheist
2: uh yeah I I think you know uh I was a I was a stone-cold believer like I I ain't even gonna play I believed the whole situation at one point time <laughs> 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 you know it's kind of crazy, and I would defend it, right? I, I was sort of a, a, a apologist in my community. You know what I mean? I could defend the the Islamic doctrine. You dig know what I'm saying? I could defend the concept of God, Tawhid, whatever you want to call. It, you know what I mean? But it was only a defense against Christianity, and I learned that. You know what I mean? You know, early on that I only have a defense. Islam makes a good argument towards Christianity. You dig what I'm saying? Once somebody will pose questions outside of, you know, um, the uh, the Abrahamic faiths, then, you know, I was like a fish out of water. The internet is what really opened my my mind up when, when I started to see problems what once I got outside of the Abrahamic religions. Um, I used to um I, I ran into uh what's the guy name? Uh oh, man. The uh he, he died, I think he was from the UK. Um Hitchens, uh Christopher Hitchens, right? I ran into him and he was debating a Muslim, right? And he ran through the Muslim like, I mean, all of the best arguments. Trust me, I didn't I didn't sit in the masjid. I didn't heard all of the best Islamic arguments for the existence of God and the law and Tawhid. I didn't heard it all. And when I say that this arrogant white boy ran through that doctrine like it was. At that point, I said, I knew I was on my way to being an atheist, you feel me? Like, it, just just that, you know, it, it only took one argument when I seen the Muslim whole concept destroyed. Like, it was like, I, you, you know what I mean? And then I saw Raj, uh, uh, Sherman and, uh, you know, um, a whole bunch of different, and it was Europeans, actually. I'm not gonna lie, it was Europeans that brought me out of religion. You know what I mean? Um mm-hmm. I, I was still holding on to, well, maybe the the Abrahamic religions ain't just not true, but they gotta they there's got to be some type of force that created, you know what I mean? I, I didn't go all the way yet, um, but I stepped away from my religion but I didn't go all the way. I, I still believe, well, maybe these Middle Eastern people got it wrong, but I'm sure the Africans, you know, if they was the oldest people, on the family, maybe they got it right, <laughs> you know what
1: I'm saying? Yeah. So w-
2: w- let me go back to that. So uh, I, I was probably where Truth Ministries at uh, back in the uh, mid 2000s, you know, I, I still was holding on to, you know, the, the African concepts it, it, maybe it was uh, you know, maybe they, they, theirs was a little bit more scientific, you know what I mean? And maybe they really wasn't talking about God in the same way that the uh, the Middle Eastern and, and the European conceptualized God, maybe it, you know, it had a lot to do with nature and it does have a lot to do with nature. You know what I mean? Um, but at the end of the day, I realized that it was all religion too. You know what i mean and they was talking about stuff that they don't really know and science pretty much answered you know what i mean the things that religions uh had answered for me at one point in time but as i started to grow in, in information religion what religion wasn't answering those questions at all and i think all traditions whether they are african or um or, or from other places around the world, I think they are uh, they they are cultural vehicles more than anything dealing with science. I, I think that they convey culture, right, and and the way of um uh what w- what's important in that culture uh to future generations. Um, but far as wise, um conveying any type of scientific um knowledge about the world i think all religions and spiritualities then got that wrong so
0: i'm finished all right i um <laughs> i agree i agree and i disagree with you on on, on certain things you know um because you all all hitting on some of the some key points uh brother Malcolm hitting on like um you know if you study if you go back like you know i, I i'm gonna I'm move on let everybody else speak if you go back and you like some of y'all mentioned about y'all was trying to figure out where the concept of god come from and so y'all started studying it y'all started studying um how you know about humanity how you know humans came into existence right mm-hmm. so i understand you know even with me i used to practice a uh uh what we call kimoyo i don't like to use the word african tradition or religion I don't like to use the word African spirituality. I know where the word African tr- traditional religion come from. I understand why I understand why African-Americans, you know, rather not use the word religion and use the word spirituality. I'm spiritual, I ain't religion. Or oh, I practice African spirituality. I know that is the African-American concept and I understand why they created that. But um, I just like to use the term, you know, a better term is, uh kimoyo. So even if you go back and you look and you start to see humans started to look at their environment and start to study their environment and start to ask questions they began to answer the questions and and, and, and and it and it wasn't off a scientific method it was not off a scientific method when they was asking you know how do women give birth you know why water is falling from the sky why is fire erupting from this um this mountain where does one goes once he's dead and does not exist how do existence come in uh, uh, i mean uh, how one come into existence or even trying to study the 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 universe or uh, even nature you know one begins to uh answer his own questions through uh, f- uh, uh philosophy um you know and then adding things for us the culture you know around their surroundings so I, I i understand what y'all saying on that part even with some things like i said it's not based off scientific i wouldn't say all african tradition does not have any science in it but i can understand why um you said what you said um and most in majority of what you said i i'm mean, almost a hundred percent agree with what you know some of you guys are saying because i no longer practice an african tradition um anymore because now i i have a basic understanding of how these traditions um came about and and a lot of them is based off your geographical location um but brother kent um well let's hear from you and then we'll hear from country corey and um see i am sosa and then we'll say ck for uh we'll say ck for last if that's okay with you ck oh yeah it's all good Just- okay
8: okay yeah uh for me um you know like i said i grew up in the church uh one time um i asked uh uh one of the, the preachers that was praying or whatever you know afterwards i was like hey man when you, you pray to god and you know what I'm saying you, you say you hear god speaking he told you this not do you really hear him like how Hi, i'm talking to you right now you know as a kid because i'm thinking like you know i can hear like if somebody say they can hear somebody talking you know they can hear, hear the person talking so he said yeah I was like, okay. And I just never heard that voice that he was talking about, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so so uh, as I got older, man, you know, I, I just stayed with it. Cause you know, that's what, the, you know, the family on it. So, you know, you, you don't never break away from what the family doing. And um, uh, after a while, man, uh, you know, YouTube came along and, you know, I'm watching videos on YouTube. Uh, Ray Higgins was one of the first dudes I watched, even though I know his, his information was questionable, but he kind of got me open to even starting to question it. And then, I started researching about jesus and all of that and the pagan holidays and i just at first i let go of jesus i was like i right, ain't no jesus but you know the creator might be you know what i'm saying something else than what the church making it and then um i had some friends that was on the african spirituality or what they thought was african spirituality and they used to say things like yeah man you know the ancestors gonna, gonna help us out man the Ancestors are doing this and they looking over us and i'm like hold on man it sounds like Y'all talk about angels in the sky, man. Like, so the ancestors is angels or something? They they got mad at me too. So I'm like, man, you know what? <laughs> let me let me find out what's really going on. So, uh, uh like the other said, man, science really helped me out because they don't they don't give you nothing to believe and they go straight to the facts. They give you the evidence that that backs up what their claim is. They tell you the nature of, of what's going on with reality, why the sky blue, why the uh the sun shine the way it do. You know what I'm saying? Like how far. The, just give you all of the details that the the bible couldn't give and the bible actually gives you inaccurate details when it comes to these things so um after a while it wasn't hard i mean of course it was hard at first you know telling people like yeah i don't i don't believe in that you know your mama and all you know your mama gonna look at you crazy and um but after i got through that after i got past her man i was like all right yeah i'm I'm that (laughs) i don't believe in that you know what i'm saying so I mean, that's, you know, in the short story, that's kind of what, what went on with me, man. And um uh, one of the songs, I did want to say this, one of the songs that I was listening to one time put me on a different path too. I was listening to UGK and Pimp C was like, well, all the Christian holidays the same day as the pagans on, on the record. And mm-hmm. I never knew about that. And I was like, damn, let me check this out. Come to find out they was pagan holidays. So. Was, yeah,
0: that, was, that, was that hard for you, man? I meant to ask all y'all that was that hard. I mean, Cause I know it, it was, it was hard. It was hard for me. It, but, but, it was you know, more, What I'm saying was to your family, when you, are you mentioned, you know, when you, you know, the biggest thing was, you know, telling your mom, so was it not I'm asking. so was that a hard thing for you? And, and, and you know, was it hard for her? And cause I know when I, when I'm saying when I, you know, when I did, this was 2013 for me, they thought, um, my mom thought I lost my mind. And then my, um, my father is a preacher and we build all the time my dad got a church and his church he has he has um white uh white and black uh, uh congregation and we we build all the time and um and um and the side of my dad's family is super super religious so <laughs> they my dad's side of the family they stopped fooling with me for for years man they, they stopped right. fooling with me for years if it, if it is it's jesus is jesus or nothing man so was it was it hard for you well, when you well the one
8: thing that was cool with, with my people's man is is they accept me however you know whatever i had going on they was cool with me and uh i appreciated that it was awkward at first but you know after a while like once they know what you on, they ain't, they ain't really tripping you know what i'm saying for my people or whatever um it was it was cool for the most part with my people man of course they don't agree with me but they love me still so you know it was what it was
0: No doubt. all right brother concrete corey
6: yeah yeah um man everybody kind of kind of told my story you know what i'm saying like i can i can take a piece from everybody like uh um, he talked about the um when he went to church with his grandmother, he saw the white people in in the stained glasses, and I mean, I could I could remember being six years uh, being in the sixth grade. I, I can remember when I was in the sixth grade; I was like twelve years old in the sixth grade, and um, I I never forget because that year, that sixth grade year, <clears throat> I went to church with my grandmother every Sunday. You know, and we went to I went to Sunday school and everything, and I would sit there, and you know, my my church was all black, you know, but I would sit there and I would look at those stained glasses, and Jesus got blonde hair and blue eyes. All the angels, everybody, you know, um, they even had a uh, a depiction of uh, somebody getting baptized. I think I don't. I think the character was John. He was baptizing somebody i mean he was white and so like um and then uh you know truth ministries uh are, um i'm sorry uh brother malcolm he mentioned um you know people like neil degrasse tyson and the, the physics and all of that um Shaffer mentioned uh christopher hitchens um man i watched so many of his debates i watched I mean, and, and, and I watched his debates like 10 years ago, I watched these debates, you know what I mean? 10, 11, 12 years, YouTube just came out. I mean, you, when YouTube first came out, it was like really, a really good place to get good information, you know? Like it, it went downhill right around like 2010, 2012, between that area, it started going downhill. You started it started getting pseudo. It started getting like ancient aliens, and you know all that kind of stuff started to 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 pour into the in the YouTube. But before that, you know, back like oh, what is it? oh eight? You know what I'm saying? Around that area, two thousand seven, two thousand eight, when it was first getting out there, it was a really good source for really good information, and that's where I saw all of these different debates and and um if y'all listen to me or if, if y'all have heard me talk before i always say the black community is 150 years behind because they were putting they were white people was posting videos um of old debates I'm saying from back in the 70s and the in the 60s and 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 they and they was knocking down all these religious arguments that people still use today they was knocking them down back then but they these atheists was standing on the shoulders of people who came before them that used those arguments to knock down religion you know what I'm saying back in England and and all of that you know what I mean so I I, I always say like the black community is kind of like 150 years behind because white people have debunked uh, religion 150 years ago. You know what I'm saying? And and so you know, I read. I started to to read books like uh, Richard Dawkins' books, uh, 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 The Blind Watchmaker. Uh, if if anybody if if anybody ever reads Richard Dawkins' The Blind Watchmaker, they will no longer be dealing with religion no more. I, I can promise you that. You know what I mean? You will be having you would have to be suffering from a lot of cognitive dissonance to still continue to to believe in in religion after that. And reading books like that, um, he debated a lot of people. Um I watched a, I had a um, I, I watched a video called The Atheist Tapes one time. And that, that was powerful. That's still on YouTube to this day. That video is probably about 11, 12 years old. If you look on YouTube, just type in the atheist tapes. It's a series of um of tapes. You know what I'm saying? And it's different people from different cultures, and they all talking, you know, talking about um how they debunk God, how they got away from religion. You know what I mean? And uh, it's it's just so much information out there, um. It's too much information to deal with God, especially once you get into uh, things like physics, because I'm a I'm a I'm a uh, astrophysics enthusiast. And um, I mean, once you get into that, you know, once you understand, like, uh, space time is, is relative time and space is relative to how fast you are going or where you located at. You know, like when you understand these types of things like. If things get different to you, you know. Your priorities change, you know. But you know, that I, I don't want to go on. I want to let somebody else get in there. I go on forever and ever, man. All uh-huh. right. Uh yeah, uh peace to
0: Marlon H uh for subscribing to the channel, man. We appreciate it. Um I am Sosa, and after I am Sosa, uh CK, you can get it
4: in. Uh <clears throat> basically keep it to keep it kind of brief because a lot of um i think hearing the interview you're hearing how everybody's journey kind of is crafted somewhat similar and uh i I can grab it i can i can take i can do the same thing like all all the same thing they speak of and i think um the um the catalyst too is uh you know knowledge the more you know the less you believe so uh, i think that was that was at the forefront for me. I I, I also was a big psychology fan. So uh, I, I studied social, I like social behavior. I like the cognitive science and neuroscience. So, you know, once you once you follow humans all across the globe and then you realize that like, I mean, everybody got an origin story, like everybody got a different God though. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So I, I got to give a shout out to the ancient aliens there because one time I was there. Cause I was like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm no, no. It was, it, it was all these gods though. You know what I'm saying? Like it had to be aliens. Like, everybody got a different God. Everybody seen something different. <laughs> Come on, man. You know what I'm saying? Like like it was one God, then it should be like at least 1,500 people with the same story. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, so that was kind of that that was kind of my, my path for like I'm a I'm a, um I'm a I'm, ag- I'm agnostic, which is which is which is an atheist. You know what I'm saying? I'm an atheist if you ask me what I believe. If you ask me to prove it, then I'm agnostic. Because science don't science don't prove or disprove God. So my position is uh, agnostic atheist.
0: Um or are, are there other and cause you, you you're you're um you're geechy. Are there other agnostics or atheists that are geechy? Cause I, I I know a lot of I know a lot of geechies, also a lot of Gullah geeches, and um and you know, you the first one. You the first one I know
4: of. <laughs> hey, hey, it's 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 an extremely, extremely small community. Matter of fact, like when I turned to atheism, like it it was very unpopular. Like I kind of like some folks would be scared to be around me the way I talk because be like, man, God I'm gonna strike you down. <laughs> so and like I said, I come from my family too. Uh, you know, they got churches back home. Uh, but um but like they 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 respect my position. But like nah, but it's it's, it's very few that was not it's not 80s were not, not common on Gullah Gullah Geechee people, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, CK. Hey there. What do? Hey,
7: it was nice hearing everybody's little spill, man. You know, and like uh, so just said everybody's is a little similar ish to some degree. You know, I kind of already kind of like laid it all out at the beginning, mm-hmm. but. I would say that when I was a kid and I was, you know, starting to become skeptical and actually, you know, really thinking like an atheist, I didn't really know what the actual term atheist was until I when I got to college. You know, what I mean, I really wasn't too concerned about how we got here. I was more concerned with, or I guess you could say more hostile towards these religions and how people were making up different stuff and controlling people and killing people and forcing people to practice their beliefs just because for whatever reason, we pick one, you know, so, you know, like everybody else that would have been around the same time for me as well, where, you know, YouTube was starting to become popular. You know what I mean? And watching a lot of um, the atheist experience, uh, Aaron raw, shockingly Sam Harris at the time, which I don't watch him no more for obvious reasons. Um Christopher Hitchens. Um trying to remember who else was I watching real heavy back then. A couple of other YouTubers as well, but I can't remember the names off off the top of my head. Yeah, I uh, I
6: forgot too, CK. Thanks for reminding me not to interrupt, but uh, uh, Matt Dylan. Oh yeah Matt Matt Dillon, Dillon, atheist
7: experience. Like that's with him, he was the one that helped me realize that I was an atheist, actually.
6: Me me too. I was like, oh
7: shit, I'm an atheist. You know, what I mean, and just from there, you know, going to college and taking science courses and whatnot, you know, start dabbling into like reading, um, you know, science articles here and there, you know, reading some history stuff here and there, watching some documentary here, here and there. You know, I hope people don't you know, get the assumption that I was always the pseudo killer that you see today, you know, just because I left the NOI and I was an atheist I mean that I still didn't hold on to the ideology that I picked up. From the NOI, to be really specific, you know, what I mean, um, just let's just call it like it is—the black supremacist ideology that they preach in there. I still held on to that for a good few years after I left, you know, and even some of the, uh, I guess you could say, misinformation with thinking that white people are trying to kill us, they trying to put stuff in the vaccine to kill us, and they always doing this and doing that to the black man and woman and all that good stuff. And it took some years to get that kind of ideology out of me. Like, I didn't go run into the Hebrew Israelites. I didn't go run into Egyptomania, but I did end up some pseudo sort of shit. You know? I, I still ended up picking up, those up. Like, uh, some pseudo stuff. Like, earlier, I captivated by the ancient alien shit. I didn't really think that the alien part was real, but it's just everything else seemed interesting. It just interesting because I was really into sci fi. You know what I mean? So it was a part of Aliens, really like everything else sounds so cool. Like it kind of made me think it was possibly true. You know, what I mean, just the way that they put it together, you know, what I mean, trying to incorporate all these other cultures and their little mythologies. And then I got really captivated by this one documentary called Zeitgeist. And that's where I got first introduced to, I guess you could say socialism with, um, with the Zenith Project. Venus Project, and they're based right here in Florida where I'm at. You know what I mean? And eventually I ended up kind of letting go of the whole conspiracy theory shit with the zeitgeist because just doing, nice. I, don't know, I didn't realize that until like a good couple years later, like right before I kind of ran into unking them. You know what I mean? So back in like 2016, 2017, that's when I was like, eh, I don't think I can get down with this anymore more. This shit seems a little crazy as fuck. But Venus Project, I was like, yo, I'm feeling them. You know, I mean, I would love to live in a society where, you know, I mean, we are doing this and doing that and we're working together as a as a people. People aren't killing themselves working every day, all day and instead doing things to help the environment. And that was around the same time that I kind of started getting into evolution a little bit too, you know, through uh, listening to um, atheists like Richard Dawkins. And, you know, it was just really awesome. You know, what I mean, like I really. You know, I know that we. Some people may look at our experiences and see how a lot of us, you know, got influenced and um, motivated by white people. You know what I mean? But it's just what I got exposed to at the time. I'm sorry, I can't think of too many black people that really motivated me and inspired me around that time. Can't really think of too many, you know, black atheists that I got exposed to around that time. The closest one I can think of is Neil deGrasse Tyson, and he's not a strong atheist. He's an agnostic. You know what I mean? But i know some people weak you know atheism. huh
9: <laughs> yeah that's a weak.
7: Atheism. i wouldn't go that far i wouldn't go that far no
9: nah, that's you know what they I mean, call like, it though they call no nah, that's what they call it. that's weak atheism look it up
7: i mean let's just call it like I it is call, like, I, I think
4: they call it soft I, soft, soft atheist.
7: soft atheist yeah
4: you know oh, what i mean i always
7: you. was a strong atheist i never was a weak one you know once i kind of figured out as a kid yo know, that mother flowers were making shit up and then using that to control people, using that to subjugate women, using that to make children property, using that as an excuse to take shit that don't belong to them just because they feel like they can. I just was like, you know what? And especially once I got introduced to the whole evolution shit, well, not really introduced like, cause we learned about it in college, but I didn't really get into it until towards like the end of my college years. And I was like, you know what? Like we came up with these fucking concepts. Like, I'm like, yo, like we, none of us would be believing this shit. None of us would be practicing Mm -hmm. this stuff if it wasn't for human beings coming up with it. So I just told myself like, yo, I could never see myself being a weak atheist or being one saying that, oh, you know, this possible. No, it's not possible. We made the shit up. We came up with it. You know what I mean? Rather you wanna, you know, be nice to some people or whatever and give them a little bit of wiggle room. Hey, do you. You know, I see nothing wrong with agnostics wanting to say that, hey, I don't know. Or you have those other agno- agnostics that say they don't, they don't care. You know what I mean? And that's fine. I don't feel like me as a strong atheist that I have to push them in one direction or another. I'm just glad the flowers push their beliefs on other people. And me as an atheist, I don't go around trying to push my beliefs on other people. But when those religious mother flowers get to trying to push their beliefs on other people, especially children, for me, it's the children. Because these kids don't know better. I'm not gonna lie. I'm being a little bit spiteful because I kind of got done the same way as a kid. Yeah. You know, t- you know what I mean? mean? You are taking children that well, don't understand mean, like, going what's going on in the world. They don't know. Um, they don't know right from wrong. They don't. They don't get a lot of those critical thinking concepts that you don't get until you become older. And I feel like people that are adults they take advantage of that, yo they take advantage of that as a child so that they can mold you and shape you into something that you probably wouldn't even do if you had more choice, if you had the truth. I see nothing wrong with kids or anybody for that matter, learning about, you know, the Hindu faith and learning about what Muslims believe and how it came about. You know I mean? I see nothing wrong with any of this stuff because it's history. You know I mean? It's the truth, but to be forced to believe it. Oh, you have to go to church. Oh, you have to read this Bible. Oh, you can't, you know, I'm disowning you. you know what I mean, I got a problem with that. You know what I mean? Because just because it's gay or they're transgender doesn't mean that they don't care about their people. Just because they like someone that's the same sex as them, it doesn't change the fact, you know what I mean? That they care about history, they wanna learn about science, they wanna teach people the truth and all that good stuff, and that they'll treat you right. And I have a problem with that when it comes to a lot of these religious belief systems.
9: You said what? What'd you say, CK? What's
7: that? What'd
9: you say? Say it again or what? I missed Religious it. belief systems? Or yeah. what
5: I said before that?
9: You said transgender. Did you say that or was I tripping?
7: Yeah, I said transgenders.
9: Go people ahead. That are, people
7: that are homosexual and that are transgender, they are uh-huh. mistreated by a lot of people that, are practice, that practice these different uh-huh. belief systems. And I said that just because they are like that, that does not mean that they are a bad person. And that oh, they don't care about their people, and that they don't care about science, and that they don't want to teach people the truth. The regular people, just like us, they just are just different. And what they're doing ain't hurting nobody, but people mistreat them all the time, just like how black people are mistreated. Because oh, you you're practicing ifa, you're practicing voodoo. You oh, know, what we finna force this Christianity? Oh, you know you need to be worshiping Muhammad, so we can give you this Quran and we're gonna strip your land away from you and all this good stuff.
0: Manager. You know, I mean it is what it is. Oh, okay. Um being used up two of her turns. <laughs> <laughs> now, she's all good. I knew she was to go in. I thought she was going I thought she was gonna go in hard. I i, I thought she was gonna go in hard because I they, the first time me ever meeting CK was on the real uh 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 mm. uh what's your new uh the, the, the new channel uh real black atheists on fire yeah I, that's mm-hmm. that's where I, I met her on and i actually jumped on because i didn't like some of the things that she was saying and she was she was ck was going in we kind of like had like a little exchange on the show but after that man you know we got you know we got cool after that we exchanged numbers we we you know we text we talk on the phone she sent me stuff you know i support her to the to the fullest man so uh yeah, I thought she was just going to go in super hard. That's why I said we're going to save her for last because I know how she'd be getting it in. <laughs> <You bloody> go- <laughs> I think that's the first time I heard you, cur- uh, you know, Kirk. You go- want to go- know by. why you went in <laughs> on me like
7: that? You went in on me like that because of the stuff that Double X said right before I spoke.
0: Right. you right. So you
7: already fucking hot. Ooh. So it made it appear as if though I was agreeing with cheap with with double X and that wasn't the case. Yeah, and I had to explain that to True Storm and other people like yo. Just because I disagree with some people, do not mean that I disagree with them on the same things that they're disagreeing on. Mm-hmm. I did but not think that exactly. Africa was a shithole. I did not think <laughs> I wasn't yeah. agreeing to that. I wasn't saying that. All I said was that hey, I want <laughs> Africa to be. An, I was just saying I want an Africa to be an atheist like me. I'm saying, mm. yo, you know, some stuff, I felt like their belief systems, it didn't protect us from these monotheistic belief systems. It didn't, it, it, they didn't have certain rules and laws in place to not allow you to sell your neighbor or, you know, mistreat another ethnic group because they practice something else or they a little bit, look a little bit different and you have different cultural practices. Than you. And it made me feel some type of, I'm not gonna lie. You know what I mean? Like, it's just a lot of things that I kind of wish that they did I felt like, yo, like, it's like Unk says, we need to go towards science, we need to go towards the space age, a lot of that older stuff. Yeah, I'm not saying get rid of it, but maybe a museum, you know, maybe we put it in books, maybe we do some documentary, <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe it might be time to go forward, you know, push, push things forward. Book. I'm not saying throw it completely in the trash, but when it comes to these beliefs, it's jam right down.
0: No doubt um brother um yeah you and then we'll move on like we we are hour and 39 minutes into the show um i normally do like an hour and a half but um but um due to you know uh, um all i mean the the members and i'm gonna skip some of the questions um that i have but um let's go into your part and then we'll get into because i want you to explain um after that uh uh space age african what was what, what's a space age african you can go right into that after you know you you kind of give a brief of what turned you into a full blown um atheist
9: oh, we can, yeah we can well hell i was always working on it it's just it's a learning process it's it's getting over your fears and most of us fear that okay so we've been you know what i'm saying it's just it's been reinforced uh you you know like i'll give you one The African is the most spiritual. That's that's reinforcing racism, white supremacy, because they only give you one that the spirituality is coming from the Christians, right? So now they saying we the most spiritual and we diving it, and the only thing is spiritual to to least people in North America is is Christianity, okay? And then they tolerate Judaism, right? And and then Islam, they they, you know they run the Muslim out of town. (laughs) You feel me? So it's just, was, for me, it just was a, you know, knocking down barriers, knocking down barriers, right? Uh, okay, it's just a, it's it, it steps, it's steps to get into science. And, and then once you realize, yo, that, that, that we're not alone in the cosmos because we're connected to everything mm-hmm. and genetically connected to everybody and every living organism, then you realize you're not alone and that we're integral part, you know what I'm saying, of everything around us. Now I was trying to feel. how do I explain it? Yeah, and, and once you realize the interrelationship with everything all the way down to a damn rock, you know what I'm saying? All the way down to different races of people, just period. And what, once you realize that, man, we're in we, we, we in a spot, right? And not to be arrogant that we, we, we're we insignificant. The thing that makes us significant is each individual claim to be significant. But in the grand, grand scoop of things, scope of things, based off of the sheer size. That's why I say the known universe, right? It's just like you can't, it's unfathomable. So so once you realize that any, any religious term that you place on it is just sheer arrogance, and that sheer arrogance causes other human beings to think that they're better than other human beings. You know, the arrogancy of a Christian to think they got the God. I, I'm not knocking Christianity, but you don't have the God. Based off of over forty-seven thousand systems, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's just that I, I like to hear them talk because I can always beat them up, bro. So what makes you think you got the God And 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 the discounting of African gods, like so. So let me accept all the gods. People get mad at me. I accept all the gods. I want to know what each god meant to that community. Let let, let me see the working understanding of. of of, of, of what that god meant. I like that. I got the dictionaries. I think I've shown them before. Dictionaries of gods.
0: Mm-hmm, I, got I mean, them. you know what I'm
9: saying? I, I, I actively enjoy studying the gods. You know what I'm saying? So but 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 once you study the gods, you realize that they're they're human invention. And once you can get past the point that God is a human invention, and then you say, Okay, now what? Bet science. And 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 I'm good with that. I'm good with knowing. That 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 nothing truly dies, it just gets recycled. I'm good with that. I'm good with the salmon going back upstream. And as they go back upstream and get picked out of the water by a bear, that bear take the fish to her cubs, and the cubs eat it, and the cubs will grow up to give birth to other cubs. And as that salmon continues to go upriver and dies on the banks, right? It'll it, it'll actually furnish the forest, it'll feed the forest, it'll de, it'll decompose and to feed the forest and give nutrients to the trees and the mushrooms and everything you know what i'm saying on the forest floor the ants will will disintegrate it and pass it on so i'm good with that understand that so I, once i realized that death feeds life on planet earth oh i'm good
0: you, know, Bear, you said something um um man i was trying to think of it while you was talking because you was you know you um you mentioned the rocks you know and you were saying something um i don't know man it might have been last week week before last you were saying something how even important the rock is and you made me look at the rock totally different you know most of us think that the rock is nothing i can't i'm trying to think of how you put what it, it
9: was i know what i was talking about we, i mean the rocks give you the whole evolutionary uh man history of planet earth dog right right Right. Like. right dude like that's that's deep to me right yeah like like
6: man life is changing that's place, how we man. figure out yeah that's how we figure out the age of the earth and in and, and the universe and the planets and we know how what the what the moon is composed right it, like through the rocks you know what i'm saying right. it's yeah. deep yeah so you know hey what what the hell i know but well, go ahead
9: bro
0: yeah um but sutek man um i forgot about you brother um you got anything man you want you you know you you would like to ask man
1: uh yeah, let me uh, let me ask what what do y'all think is a good strategy to get uh people more interested in science?
7: Entertainment.
4: Entertainment. Yeah, we doing it. These shows right here, yeah, like yeah, and I would say entertaining, too. Entertaining people
7: ain't gonna watch it.
4: Like uh, yeah, like Neil deGrasse Tyson to uh, do too. Like um, you like you know, some of the scientific ter- scientific terms and in, in, in the terminology may be uh, somewhat complicated to the layman because, you know, just like with a computer, you got to learn the lingua franca, uh, lingua franca or whatever you study, whether the science, whether it's psychology, the, the languages. So you have to break it down in, in, in a form, in bite-sized form where people can digest the information where the actual terminologies and the understanding of definitions don't lose them. And that's,
5: that's very important. Anybody else? We'll what was that question? Man, jump jumping in the field, jumping in the field and bringing it back home. You know what I'm saying? Uh, um, getting out there in them labs, or uh, you know, uh, getting in there and getting these instructor uh, licenses and stuff, and taking it back to the community, making it a common discussion among men in the barbershop shop or women in the beauty shop. You know what I'm saying? Yeah get around the homeboy we ain't gotta talk about uh the the, the big booty sources all the time they talk about the robe on mars uh, as of a couple of days you know what i'm saying so yeah, I, ain't
6: I, ain't I got push, it, push it to the kids you know uh make sure we push it on the kids science and technology and the kids gonna make it cool you know what i'm saying they're gonna do the work to make it make it popular and make it popular. So we just you know it started in the household you know what i mean make sure that's on the forefront um in the household and eventually the kids gonna make it cool you know what i'm saying over time what you were saying kent
8: no i'm just saying just making it relatable to people too you know what i'm saying um and, and also giving them uh you know like we do we give them the authors we give them the books to go pick up some some people don't know who to who to you know what to read and what shows to watch with documentaries and stuff like that to watch so there's a lot of cool ones out there that's, that's very entertaining. And then sometimes we'll talk about it afterwards on the show or something, you know? I mean, just, you know, making people aware of it and making it relatable. You don't
0: anybody else? Me, uh, do, don't we do?
9: Motivating other teams, to other teams to develop other teams, to develop other teams, to develop other teams, to develop other teams. And to keep working relationships within teams. Like, like I forgot to mention that uh, brother Sean, right? Kofi Pasai research member, I'm uh, um, a raw squad official, okay? Massey um, clan warrior and the pseudo killer. And so this will, this will keep the continuing of division of making sure that at the center of what we do, whether it's African spirituality, whether it's um, yeah. Cause you know, all the teams like you can't be a Muslim Christian or Jew. Like, that ain't changing. That rule, <laughs> that rule right there, that rule cannot be broken. Ishmael Bey was the last Muslim on any of the families. How ironic. He was grandfathered in. You know what I'm saying? But, you know what I mean? Like, you can't say, I want to get on a, you know what? I'm going to step out on the limb. I don't think a Christian will be jumping on a Kofi side research team. If I'm wrong. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Let the rule be broken, I don't know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Nah, they ain't gonna come over here. Mentally, that's
9: the point. Mentally, you gotta be past that to Mm. be on any research. And that was the point, because it's a mental, cultural understanding of a worldview. and that's not knocking the Christians, bro. That's not saying that the black Christians didn't do what they did. It's not saying that the black Muslims didn't do what they did. But at some goddamn point, we got to stop giving credit to that. You know what I'm saying? Like, why couldn't have been, like, if if, if we practiced our own African system, when we came to America and anything we learned, we would have attributed it to our African system. Like, let the ancestors speak. What am I saying? So what we created, yo, was great. And to stand on that model of greatness, ain't nothing wrong with that. So, so I just that was, that was the only clear rule that I know that we agreed upon that came out of my damn mouth. You can't be a Muslim, Christian, or Jew. You're done. Like that ain't that ain't going down. That ain't what it is. And so, if I look to some groups later on in the future, and they got that in there, they ain't they ain't they making that they making it up. They can't be a part of what we what we created. It couldn't have been because now you done made that up. You probably need to start your own group. Because for me, religion is a cultural understanding and a worldview. You know what I'm saying? That's all it is. Customs, traditions, holidays, ancestor veneration. You know what I'm saying? So if you worship your Christian ancestors more than you worshiped your own African ancestors, then then why be a part of this? Like, because Jesus Christ is the primary ancestor to a Christian. You know what I'm saying? God is the father of Jesus Christ. You, you, you get my point, Allah, Muhammad, these are ancestors. They give they give veneration that. So the study teams never was built to give veneration to those who have enslavers. Simple as that, but go ahead.
0: What about you, Brother Truth? I think you don't, we don't want, uh, I think you had, you know, you got anything?
3: Yeah, uh, basically through debate. Uh, what i've noticed is a lot of people they have fun doing the debates you see what i'm saying and it's from uh them being entertained that they can learn you know what i mean so that's what i think the more we go in and bust people heads or have the debates you know what i mean the more people will learn and more people will see the real information No doubt. what about you
0: i forgot about you chef i see you in there cooking up something or burning up something Uh-oh, he's back. No, he's back. <laughs> he again? Uh-oh. Uh-oh uh uh-uh. go, no,
2: go ahead. <laughs> uh no, I am definitely in here um trying to make myself a Sunday dinner. Yeah. While I'm talking to y'all with but, the elderberry um, I, I, I agree. I, I agree with uh what everybody um is saying uh far as wise the, the the atheist point, but for me like I'm I really don't debate religion like because i understand that that's if somebody that's just where somebody wants to be at you know what i mean like when i was in the religion you know as other information was coming into my uh mind that's i just decided to be there you know what i mean so even when i tried to step away from religion and i started to deal with you know well maybe the overall concept of god is real that's somewhere way where I agreed to be at. It's the same way where I decided to be an atheist. I agreed to be that. So anywhere you at in life, for the most part, after a certain age, you agree to be somewhere. So I really don't get into like I, I talked to Pastor Bennett about um, uh, different concepts in religion and his religion, but not his the reason why he's in the religion. I don't get into that because I know he already agree to be a part of that religion so it, it makes me know never mind like he a grown man he can decide to do whatever you know what i mean so but that's where
0: i'm at walking okay um and sutek i let you uh you got another question because i want to get into something else and then we want i want to you know end the show with the vaccine we want i want to get into these vaccine with the COVID 19 and the and the uh the vaccine but, uh go ahead
1: yeah um how
0: can we tie
1: in these scientific fields with history there's you no know, we deal with history over here and uh we need to uh understand how all this all this shit ties in together so you can't have you can't have history without science because you i break that down
6: so we can't just we just gotta yeah. honor the historical uh people who dealt with science. Um uh like my man Ron McNear, you know what I'm saying? Uh a black astrophysicist. Uh he was one he was the second black man and um second black man in you know, um he was uh he he graduated, got his PhD at MIT, you know what I mean? Like it's a lot of black um Historical people um, who um, played a pivotal part in in some of the scientific advances that we have today, you know. So I, I think we we tie that history. I mean, if we tie those those historical um, black people in, I think that's what'll. If we keep if we venerate those people and we honor those people, that's where we'll history in at
4: and i'll just say um you know like what you said before you just kind of really asked the question without without science you ain't got no history there's no history without science right. because how they gonna figure out um what what to use to write on uh, how they gonna come up with the the, the papers to write uh, to me to write the stuff to record the history for you to have not only you know what i'm saying not any civilization that were great uh, they had that science behind it to to, to to know and learn they wouldn't have lived long enough to <laughs> to be here to pass that knowledge to pass that knowledge on to you. so without without science uh, you, there is no there is no history
8: I would also say how how would we even know humans started in Africa if there wasn't no science you know what I'm saying like and if we go further and further back you know that's history like it's uh, I know uh, sosa mentioned a, a, a show that comes on a couple of shows ago. Uh, PBS Eons on YouTube, you know what I'm saying? They talking about hit, like long-time history right there. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, that's science is history, kind of, in a way. Anybody else want to build on that? Um, that's on the same
0: question, ain't it? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah I agree. Yes, yes.
9: Question, go ahead.
6: What?
9: Oh, I already spoke on that question, right? What was the mm-hmm. question? He
8: what said, how question? can you tie science in with history?
9: Well, that's the only way you can tell that. And shit, ain't no other way to do it. <laughs> 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 that's, a, that's the part that's a bunch of God daggone mother flower malarkey. Because people will argue you down about the evolutionary uh, history of humans. But claim we are the first. Right. People argue down that the white man is the devil, but claim white people have a different origin. Right. So so based off of our inconsistencies with understanding scientific data and information, we can't get our history accurate. And so, man, there is no history. There there is no telling a history without uh, anthropology, which consists of the evolution, the evolution, uh, archaeology, paleontology. Uh, so, I mean, like, God dang, man, like, and and we missed that. That's the point. So, so when you would start thinking I was just running crazy or people acting crazy, the reality was I was trying to give you principles, uh, uh, scientific methods, so you could actually record your history proper, like they say across the pond, right? So, man, you, without, without that, people just make up anything, right? Because you, you know what I'm saying? You can just say anything. You can say, we did this, we did that. can can you prove it? Where's the records at? How do we do it? Do we understand sources? So there's a lot to go into it. So, you know, I just wanted to give the average African American uh, tools to put their story together after me going through a long road of malarkey. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't think we have to imagine if I started out scientifically literate, I wouldn't have spent them five years uh, in a cult, right? I wouldn't have spent that time. That's just like the brothers and sisters in the nation of Islam just based off of their leadership. Their leadership is called, because there's one leader. There's no room for, for, for scientific investigation. And so on this podcast right now, what I would like to say is, um, I'm, 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 I'm screaming at the Nation of Islam, right? Since they always talk about what ain't right and wanna give out pamphlets in our community. I'm saying though, why don't y'all just, with all the money y'all get out of the black community, why don't y'all just go ahead and send some 18 year olds, right now, go ahead and send them to college. Send them to biology college, biology school, or immunology school. You know what I'm saying? Uh, why don't you go ahead and take a trip down to John Hopkins, right? Baltimore, Maryland, for all those brothers to call. And go to John Hopkins, sit in there, get that real information, get qualified, right? Uh, 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 come out with a campaign to force African Americans to at least get $5 on a regular basis right and we can all see where the money's going so we can build our own independent body of scientists and then we ain't got to hear this this nonsense about we don't this we don't that well you can do like the white the white people don't trust they don't trust the government they don't trust nothing that's why they have independent body of scientists and check the results so why i'm saying why can't we have because i'm talking why does that have to be an excuse it's it's, it's five hours away Think about it. We got 51 million people, five dollars a piece. Yo, we got. We then we could fund a nice little science center, okay? That could have all the equipment that 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 could check vaccines or whatever or whatever medicine we wanted to check. So don't don't talk me to death. And until you y'all can get something better than that. Then we're at the mercy of of what 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 the body of scientists are
0: doing right now. Okay. Um let me see because like I said, I'm gonna skip some of the stuff due to time. Um let me see one of the questions I wanted to ask though. I, I I'm kind of know some some people stand, some people stand. So I don't first uh have each member of the pseudo killers had a DNA test and does any and is any member anti-African?
6: Y'all could just go down the line. I mean, I had a DNA test, but I, I, I am not by any means anti-African. Um, I've I got um, a lot of Fulani. My, my, I have my, my grandmother on my mother's side. Um, she got, we, we paid for her to get her mouth, her DNA and Suave years ago. And um, she had a lot of Fulani in her uh, from Nigeria. And uh, a a whole lot of everything in her, a whole lot of you know uh, 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 Ghanaian uh, people in her, and uh, but mostly Nigerian Fulani from Nigeria. So,
0: have you um, have you uh, studied anything from the Fulani? I'm not saying practice any of their traditions, but have you just uh, actually looked into? You know some of the customs and the um the traditions
6: and um you know the language yeah i know well i know the particular area they in they kind of like came from the east and it was already people there were in, in nigeria where they was at i think it was like the hassan if i'm i might be pronouncing that wrong but they kind of conquered those people they had they dealt in cattle a lot of cattle and stuff like that as far as what i read i ain't really going going in that that deep but um i know they had they had cattle so they was able to move around pretty good and, and trade and, and a lot of trade and stuff like that
0: okay yeah you got cattle you got money you got that cattle you got money um yeah i, I guess uh what about you brother malcolm and then we'll go to true. Uh, ministry, and then we'll uh, shepherding and go down the line with the rest.
5: Yes, sir. Um, yeah, I took a uh, hella paternity test and a DNA test. <laughs> so, yeah, I, uh, I definitely t- I took a DNA test. Uh, it wasn't as detailed, probably as the one that I would like to take, and will still take. Uh, I plan to take at least two more. But uh, it did give me, you know, some of my autosomal DNA and uh, uh, some of the lineage. Gave me a few of the. The uh, DNA routes of the ancestors. So it was definitely some uh, tons of West African and West and Central African DNA. You know, Niger, uh, Niger, uh, 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 Senegal, Sen- Senegal, uh, Madagascar. Uh, it was even uh, even some um, uh, Kenyan. You know, some Nile Valley was in there. A very very small amount, uh, and even some Native American. Um, uh, but it was predominantly West and Central African, and uh, I'm definitely not anti-African.
0: You do you remember any? What was the, uh, the your your high percentage? Like what was uh, some of your high percentages? I, I know you I probably I had. Just, we all got a lot of, lot of like me. I got a lot of West African mixed in me, but I got two high percentages.
5: Yeah, I had a, uh, I think the Niger Congo was like 34.5 percent, or something of that nature. And then um. Second, I think was like Madagascar at like 16, uh, 16.6% and it's a third one. I don't know why I can't think. It might have been Senegal at about 18%, I think. I think Senegal was second and then Madagascar like third and then all the smaller uh, smaller autosomal numbers.
0: So have you looked into any of you mentioned you know, I, I was asking that for a reason like the you, you mentioned Madagascar, you mentioned uh Senegal and what was the other one uh uh Nigeria Congo Nigeria have, have you looked into any of their traditions um uh, um culture and languages yeah i've
5: kind of i've kind of been scattered around the continent of Africa and uh, you know for many of us american even african americans we kind of you know we we know we're from United States right and oftentimes we say United States and then we say Africa as if Africa is one country mm-hmm. but I've, I've definitely been scattered in my studies uh uh looking at some of the uh cultural practices Um, you know been pretty much working my way backwards from America back up into West Africa so uh and connect, trying to connect the two so I, I got a lot of studying to do man I got a lot of reading to do okay
3: uh, true is true ministry uh, Yeah, so yeah, I, I have my DNA done I did a uh, 23 and me and pretty much what I learned from it was um, My paternal lineage uh, Went east during the pan during the eastern branch of the Bantu expansion mm-hmm. and he met up with my maternal lineage around uh, Eastern Africa and then once the Bantu expansion started migrating south that lineage started migra- migrating migrating itself with it and it spread out throughout uh southern africa as far as i can tell um my ancestors was grabbed from angola well shipped through angola the portuguese had grabbed uh, had grabbed them I, I i must say the portuguese because in my dna that is the earliest uh european dna that shows up in my uh dna and um it pretty much uh tells me that i uh my people came over uh, from angola and they went to the caribbean my great great grandmother was a Haitian. You see what I'm saying? And she is the one that actually uh came up here to the uh to North America and married my great great grandfather. And that's what started started us.
0: So okay, so okay, well that answer my I mean that that goes into why you you mentioned uh voodoo from uh Haiti and not yeah, not, not Benin so you you looked into the voodoo in
3: and uh in Haiti right right exactly yeah. but we all know that they all 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 of it is ifa you see what i'm saying it comes from all uh west Afrin, african african tradition just like santeria that's just another form of ifa you know yeah. what i mean yeah i mean so you can
0: say cause the divination system when you deal with the yoruba people they is ifa and when you deal with it with benin and togo it's pa their divination system a system you know that they you know they encounter um um the divine for 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 future for future actions or uh 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 things that may transpire in the future or cetera. but yeah we well, go
3: ahead yeah that's pretty much all all, all, all i'm saying
0: is okay and you say you you say you anti you say you anti-african or you you...
3: no i'm for africa okay i don't think it's possible for uh a person with my lineage to to be anti-african that'd be that would literally say i'm anti-self yeah yeah
0: Yeah. what about you bro chef now you want me to let you finish your good meal and then come back to you (laughs) brother you come back to me. okay okay well, go ahead, CK, since you, oh, oh, no, no, oh, yeah, go ahead, CK, and then we'll come back to Kent, since you had your mic open and then I seen Kent open here. Oh.
7: I'm over here multitasking. That's all good. Um, well, I mean, pretty much similar situation as most people, you know, I mean, you knew you, you know, you're black, you know, you grow up, you know that you are of some type of African descent, but you never really quite knew where. I never was one of those people that kind of got captivated about being Egyptian and wanting to take an Egyptian name and all that, even though I remember reading some things about Egypt as a kid growing up. You know, never really read too much about West Africa or Central or South for that matter. But, you know, definitely, you know, being a part of, you know, the pseudos and, you know, um, watching Nerd Channel, of course, Kofi and Masi and, um, and uh, being captivated by MBK as well kind of motivated me to get a DNA test because, you know, we were eating up the abos saying that, oh, Africa, this and that, you know, we not African and slavery was fake and all of these people that we uphold as our heroes, their sellouts and everything else, you know, what I mean, I started feeling like, damn, like I can't really sit up here and keep fighting the abos and saying that I'm African and I don't have any proof to really back it up beyond just like, I know it in my soul, like I'm African, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And you know, you see the symbols I got on my icon. I've had my icon has been like that since 2016, 2016, 2017. It's been like that since then. You know what I mean? So it I mean, I kind of was into the little Andricus symbols and whatnot. And I kind of like that. Each symbol kind of like represented something. But, you know, between fighting the ABOs and, you know, uh Garfield talking about how many DNA tests he took and you know, me just wanting to kind of at least go in that direction of knowing where you came from, have some kind of general idea. I decided to go ahead and take the 23andMe. And the 23andMe, I like that one because it goes into grave detail and you can pull it up on their little app and it shows all the different percentages and good stuff. Mm-hmm. So I had mostly Guyanian, Guy, um, uh, a little bit of Senegal, uh, not Gambia, what was it? Uh, Liberia. And something else somewhere over there in that general area but after a while a year later last year I went ahead and took the African ancestry one to kind of see like if you can narrow it down a little bit more and I ain't a lot that test was expensive Oof, and it took forever to get the mother flipping results but it yeah, was do. worth it though
0: yeah they do and, payment and that, plans. That was
7: I'm like, yo, y'all can give me some free products. You know what I mean? Charge me $200 and waiting a whole two to three months to get my darn results. And I didn't even get it like in the mail. Like I got it all digitally, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But it's cool. I mean, at least at least I have it. So from that as- aspect, they showed that I'm 99% uh, wool off on the maternal side. You know, I don't think I would be able to convince any males to take the test. Maybe my youngest uncle, maybe my oldest uncle, he won't do it. I already know because he doesn't care where we came from. He doesn't care about Africa like that. Now, my dad, he's in the NOI, so, you know, he's captivated about
5: this and
7: that and that and this, so he's not too enthusiastic through and nobody, just DNA. Maybe one of these days i might have to convince him to do the African ancestors, maybe if I can be like, hey, dad, he's a black man, he owns his own business, blah, blah, blah a black man not giving it to the white man you know maybe I can convince him one day but I doubt it so I don't know if I'll ever be able to get the paternal side so far mm-hmm. as the um DNA goes but learning about the different group read a few things here and there haven't got into as depth as I like to I thought about considering maybe learning some wool off I watched a few videos here and there um suggestions by uh, brother black Panther Uh, One of the books that I ended up buying, I started reading and I don't know where I was reading it at because I didn't put a bookmark in it. I'm probably in like chapter one or two or something like that. Uh, It's called uh, West Africa, Slavery and Atlantic Commerce by James F. Searing. Mm -hmm. It's actually pretty good. It kind of goes into, you know, why uh, that whole Senegal area where the majority of the Wolofs are at, you know, was very important. So, I mean, I hate to say it, yes, the slave trade, because I think mother flowers were, were, were trading people and you know to like rice uh trading coffee and you know all other kind of things as well you know they're really big on fish and they have some really important um educational um institutes there as well so i'm not saying that i'm one of those people that's going to engross myself and try to adopt the culture and belief systems and all that good stuff and change my name and all that i mean maybe that might change in the future maybe i'll be influenced and motivated, and that might change in the future. But for right now, no, I just want
0: no, the I'm, truth. That's yeah, I'm, 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 I'm asking because I mean, it's, 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 it's nothing. I'm, uh, nothing wrong with now. That's why I'm asking. You know, asking the question, and you know, have you just looked in? You know, look. You know, you looked into it. Like I'm, okay. I study, I study Africa extensively. A lot of the different ethnic groups and the culture and traditions that don't make me a practitioner of you know what I'm saying, 90 uh, uh Ifa, or uh, uh, Voodoo, or uh, Gulu, Wankulu, or uh, uh, Winti, or any other any, any other of these traditions. I just like the culture and the traditions, and I'm just trying to s- s- understand the people in these different er- areas. Even with the Akumi system, you know, high percentage of my DNA comes from Ghana. My my people, my mother's side of the family, the maternal side, they come from the Great Bantu migration from out of, uh, uganda so i studied the baganda people in uganda as well their culture and their tradition but i don't practice it even with the akumi system in ghana because uh we've been there for centuries i forgot how many centuries my mom been there but you know i studied even with in nigeria you know with the igbo people i studied all the 90 and even I at once upon at a point in time i wasn't part of a uh uh ile uh in the Yoruba tradition but you know i used to practice um um beautiful at one point now i'm just i'm i at it where i just want to know about where i come from and even just learn more about africa east west south you know and central so you know yeah it just i'm just asking because it's just good to know where you come from and what your people did and how they thought and you know how they spoke you know and how they yeah. looked at people and their viewpoint of the world
7: yeah, so Wolof was really big in the hospitality yeah yeah they were
0: you know and yes. their tradition was fataru uh yeah fataru so look look that up too uh fataru yeah you uh you you Wolof. So you need a convoker shirt now right you need an imboka <laughs> shirt right you need him because that's I mean, that's that's, that's it's
7: hard to keep up with y'all and all y'all different <laughs>
0: products <It is. laughs> yeah um but go ahead can't Kent, Kent. Yeah, no, nah,
8: um, I haven't. I haven't done a DNA um, test. I actually want to, uh, just never really took the time out to go do it. Been running around, working, and taking care of the kids and all that. But um, I, I'm thinking about going through African Ancestry. I don't know if any of y'all uh, went through them. To get y'all. I did DNA. both.
7: Mm-hmm. Okay. I would do both. Do them and uh 23andMe. You do 23andMe. Get the get your results back much quicker. You know what I mean, and it's cheaper. Yeah. You know yes. get somebody to give you a discount code and then when you got the money to drop that two to three hundred flipping dollars you can do that yeah, the they, do. One.
0: yeah mm-hmm. they do they do they do payments now oh. Do payments, oh yeah i forgot
7: yeah,
0: yeah they do yeah so you ain't got to pay that three it's three hundred and some dollars you don't have to pay that whole three hundred some dollars up front you know they do the payment plans now okay
8: ain't ain't too bad um mm-hmm. and, and for your second question i'm uh, i'm not anti-african um, okay
0: i can't i can't do that <laughs> no doubt no doubt um go ahead chef and then we'll do Sosa and uh uh, un- um Nah, i ain't
2: never do no dna tests i'm, I'm kind of uh you know I, I this is crazy i watch um the results on youtube a lot of people who uh get their, uh, test back. I like, I like to watch, um, Caribbean people who get their, uh, test back. Um, uh, South American, Central Americans, you know what I mean? When they find out how much, um, African they got in their um, DNA is always shocking to them. You know what I mean? Um, so, <clears throat> so no, I never did it myself. Um, kind of scared that's crazy that we can actually have this conversation because you know my family is is very light and wavy head you know what I mean for the most part so me being um in my family I'm probably the most pro-black you know what I mean um so you know they always saying boy we got that you know what I mean <laughs> so you you be tripping so you know, I, I ain't wanna take it because, you know, my family, I I don't want them to uh, you know, have another jab at me. And no, I'm not um I'm not anti-African at all. You know what I mean? I question a lot of stuff about Africa. Um being as though, you know, I took a, a pro-black stance, you know, very early in my life. Um now I'm real, I'm to the point where I question everything i don't romanticize it anymore um in my early studies i i romanticized everything about africa you know and i, I think i did myself a, um a disservice um I, I stagnated myself so a lot of times when y'all hear me questioning a lot of things i'm not coming to africa or black scholarship and i'm questioning myself because i took a lot of that information in Right, I'm actually challenging myself. If if I can challenge the religion that my parents gave me, right, then what will make people think I won't challenge? You know what I mean? Information that I picked up. You know what I mean? Just by living. So I had no problem with challenging the uh, doc, the the validity of Dr. Ben's work. I have. You know what I mean? If I challenge, I told you I was a firm believer. In Islam. So if I could challenge the Quran, right, then what will make people think that I wouldn't? If I could challenge, if I could go to church with my grandmother and challenge my grandmother on her religious belief, what will make people think that I wouldn't challenge Chancellor Williams? You know what I mean? Like, if challenging somebody's uh, standpoint is disrespectful, then I was disrespectful to my parents. I was disrespectful to my grandparents. So what, what, what would make me think that I couldn't challenge somebody who put their work out to be challenged, to, to be scrutinized. You dig know what I'm saying? So no, I'm not a, um, I'm not anti-African, but I do for you know my life, I've I've been a challenger of information. And I think that's how I'm gonna go out. I'm a challenge. When I see a problem, I'm going to challenge it. So
0: that's. What oh I'm yeah, at. no doubt, man. No, I mean, no doubt. You're supposed to be like that, and you know, you know, everybody know I'm pro Africa. But you know, if you go back and you look at the various presentations I done did over the last four years of being a part of this so-called conscious community, where you look on Kofi Piesi TV or Massey War of Your Clan. Um, we pride ourselves on not romanticizing africa so you'll see on a lot of our presentations we give you the good and bad we're not going to romanticize and say that you know africa is is the hub of Kumbaya and they did no wrong so you know you 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 know you supposed to question everything you know and that's how i teach um my son you know what i'm saying don't believe what i'm saying don't take what i'm saying on face value question everything I don't care how good it may sound coming out of my mouth for others mouth question everything man so no doubt man you know um I am sosa we already know what you is sosa
4: <laughs> yeah yeah I did my uh DNA to uh my heritage um so um i'm I'm 92 African I'm six percent uh meso american like six percent six percent old met shout out to percent <laughs> <And>, uh, <laughs> middle eastern you know what i'm saying and, and, and actually no european dna on my on my maternal <laughs> oh, side you oh you said you have
0: no european
4: no not on my maternal i ain't done my paternal but oh my maternal, okay. zero percent zero percent okay okay yeah, so uh yeah yeah mostly nigerian 13 kenyan and then the rest is spread out through the various parts of west africa so like i said so most of the most of my uh Uh, My culture is embedded in Geechee and Gullah history. Mm -hmm. So uh, far as the food we eat, you know what I'm saying? Before Christianity, my grandma, even though she practiced Christianity, she still would go to the root doctor, you see what I'm saying? So it would would teach me about the, uh, you know, the hag and, you know what I'm saying, I might not know what the hag is, but you know what I mean? You know what I mean? At nighttime, if I may have nightmares, sprinkle salt around my bed. So. All those little African nuance, you know what I mean? Flourishes is in that is in the geeky culture, you know what I mean? But um, yeah, yeah. So, but definitely not anti-African, but I I, I do challenge though African African specifically, you know, because you, your environment shapes your culture, and your culture shapes your God. So mm-hmm. I always would challenge African Americans to you know create your own system. If, if mm-hmm. you if you like if you like Yoruba, right? You think it's a beautiful thing. Like there should be nothing that prevents you or makes you think that you cannot create your own system. Right.
0: You know and, I, mean? so and, I do appreciate
4: and, the old one too. And I'll let you uh, comment on.
0: That. Oh no 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 yeah yeah yeah. I mean you 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 brought up a good point. Um, and that's why you know if you go back and you study, like traditions are based off your geographical location and what goes around your geographical location. So that when you look at it. It's, it's a it's an African invention or, or African perspective to create your own because the people that was in the East, they created if you look at um the Lua people, you look at uh the Kikuyu people, you know what I'm saying, you look at the the Bagandi people, whoever you're looking at, you know, their their tradition um is and their culture and their worldview is based off a geographical location even though you look and you study kimoyo or what people call african or uh traditional religion um you know you have some similarities but there are differences because of the geographical um location and i i, I make in in this in volume three i have a, a chapter i think you would like whenever you get the book um I can't remember, man. I'd be writing all the time, but I'm gonna give you the name of the chapter. It's um what's the name of the chapter? Uh hold on, let me go here. Uh damn, what is it? Chapter five. Oh, what's wrong with starting your own kimoyo? So I I I break down a lot of this, a lot of stuff of where these ideals and stuff started and how they actually started and certain people in different places. And you look, those cultures are created based on where those people resided, which is geographical locations. So, you know, and I propose the question too, why the African-American over here is not doing the same thing when we say, and I know we use the term African because a lot of us hadn't did a DNA test and doesn't know where we come from um, because of the barber coast slave trade and the Atlantic coast, um, slave trade, man. So, I think you probably would enjoy that, uh, that chapter, man. I um, um, I wrote in volume three, you know, why you know, why we hadn't started our own kimoyo over here because we on a you know, we we, we on we we in a different geographical location than in Africa.
4: So, exactly. mm-hmm. that, you need that, that's that as that, a science to that right right yeah definitely. um hey but listen i'm a, uh because y'all approaching the crucial time for me i i might have to leave though but i want to say peace to everybody on the panel i'm gonna keep listening all right level, we, so and actually
0: yeah no problem man appreciate you man coming on i ain't gonna hold y'all but a few more minutes because like i said this is the longest warrior scholar show i've done but we had to do it because you know it's a lot of them you know it's a lot of y'all so I wanted to make sure everybody get heard, you know, and everybody speak and everybody, you know, get out what they wanted to get out. But man, most definitely, man, I appreciate you, man, for coming on. Um, and like I said, I'm gonna just hold you for, I'm gonna hold the rest of them for about 10 more, about 10 more minutes and I'm gonna end the show cause I need to get off too. Um, but I want to touch on, man, um, real quick. Um, y'all, y'all use a phrase a lot. And I like the phrase, I think I hear CK say it a lot. She says, uh, uh so y'all have a phrase called source up or shut up and uh you know i want to hear from uh corey first man how important is it for sources and the only reason why i said i wanted to you know start out with you first is because of you know i get frustrated a lot like i i I go i know um Ump be on a lot of platforms um sean be on a lot of platforms i don't you know um and so i go on and i try to support them and i was watching the other day i watched the whole show i had the only reason why i how i wa- was able to watch the show i had to turn the chat off. so i i went on morris tv from the beginning i watched it all the way to the last <laughs> 15, i did not watch the last 15 minutes so i went um, on to support brother um and um you know i, I seen you getting it off in them and i was like dang i ain't never seen corey like this you know i ain't never seen him like this and you was you was frustrated and, and 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 i can feel your pain is you know and i tell sean this all the time i feel like y'all wasting y'all time going on some of these platforms because it's always the sources are shown when y'all are talking you know it, it's it's not y'all not y'all not being emotional you know like on that show they were just speaking from an emotional standpoint nobody presented so and that's just not the only place that they, y'all you know they, they have been on where there's never no sources so i see how frustrated you were with these brothers you know going back and forth but they never presented the listening audience with any sources so they can go back and verify what these brothers is actually saying to be accurate or inaccurate so how important is it for sources we'll start with chris and then we'll go down the line Damn, I ain't get to share my DNA test. Oh man, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> go ahead, and then we'll go into the question. I forgot about. It. I'm sorry. Um. Shit, I'm gonna I'm gonna share my screen on this. Y'all um. <laughs> like this,
9: and th- this goes out to brother Chris, cause I ain't want to beat him up in the public on this. <laughs> <laughs> That's my man. That's our running fight. I ain't want. Be- I'm, I'm gonna give him. Give Give him a break. I'm going to give him a break. All right. So, yeah, we right here. All right. Damn, man. Thought I had that already set up. Let me stop sharing. Hold on. Man, yo. Shoot. Hold on, man. Let me get this right. Damn, I thought I had it.
0: Oh, it's all good. One
9: second. One quick second. Let me log in here. I thought I was already logged in. it Came out. Come on, man. What you
0: gonna go in and uh, log yeah. in. Yeah, your twenty three andme me account. Yeah, I don't fuck with twenty three andme me. Oh, which which one you did? I got Jane base. Okay, okay. about seven hundred
9: dollars.
7: Crazy.
9: And I got to get it. Man, you better man, get
7: everything. Man. They better yeah. give it to you in paper form and digital form. It's saved in the cloud. Yeah. They're sending you gifts and medallions and books. And- <laughs>
0: I, I can't. I ain't. I had never heard of them, and I, I can't. I can't do no seven hundred dollars, man.
7: I, I was struggling to do that two hundred one, yeah. but I wanted to get one that was done that was yeah. more African based.
9: Yeah, my wife it's crazy out of here. Now go ahead with that, yo. I'm gonna get it. I
6: gotta get back, and y'all know what happened. All These right, shut down. Go well, ahead. Go, go ahead. Concrete right. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So source up or shut up? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, um. It's, it's definitely, it's real important because when you're having a conversation, um, I don't wanna be misrepresenting what what somebody is saying. And so that I don't misrepresent what you're saying, let's put what, what you're talking about up on the screen. Plus, you know, most of the time when we say source up, <clears throat> this is information that's either new to, the, to mm-hmm. us or we hadn't heard it before and so we you know our thing is for the community to learn too so we want to see where you learned it at so we can all be on the same page you know what i mean we 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 don't want nobody to have no secret information or i don't want (laughs) to be the one with all the information or don't want to be the one with all the information we want to we getting out of we want to get out of the one charismatic leader and and we, we definitely, as you can see, you know, nobody is leading over here. You know what I mean? Like we all are on the equal playing field here. And so by putting your sources up, um, that's the great equalizer. That's, that's what puts everybody on the same playing field so we can read that source and we can all understand it at the same time. So that, that's, that's what helps the conversation. Um, move forward and, and that's what gets down to um right or wrong and truths and lies you know what i'm saying so you know that's that's the important but yeah yeah i was definitely um frustrated the other day for the exact reason you said and um i i, I don't know that it's a waste of time because it was it was one or two people in that audience that heard us and um, they'll be they'll um, become more scientifically literate because of that conversation, and that's that's my only hope for for each conversation. You know. Yep, I found it. I got my
9: thing Now, No, you're right, Corey. That's no. I mean, you know, I've, I've always was the one that dove out there, right? And now I got a whole crew that's gonna dive out there. Now, I'm Ross, called dive out there with me. You know what I'm saying we ain't doing our own projects, right? Sean dives out there. That's what we do. You. If, if 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 we don't dive out there, then then who gonna know about us? So it's important for some of us, <laughs> right? To do that. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, and when you get tired of doing it, then then niggas be like, well, I wanna do that no more, and I'm gonna keep diving. Yeah, you know I mean, it is what it is. Like, I'm not gonna sit around and let the nation of Islam get bigs up on, on Black History Month. Yo, know, when I know what I know, I ain't I ain't making it up they check too many boxes you're gonna check the cult box right which i've been saying forever (laughs) then you're gonna check the islam box which i don't really care right then you're gonna check the asiatic box okay and then you're gonna check i'm gonna put some literature in at your front door box which means now i'm going out of control throwing all the bombs and then it's gonna be in the middle of a pandemic now I got to get ugly, and no matter who step up to protect them, I'm going all the way in. Just that simple. It's not even, it's not even they just check too many boxes. And then and then it happened to be Black History Month. So no, I ain't praising. I I refuse to praise a group of individuals that check that many goddamn boxes. Maybe next month I'll find something positive. They did. Wait a minute, it's still a pandemic. So the pandemic gotta be over with. You feel me? But let me stop talking y'all to death. There you go. Let me put this up on the screen real quick. All right. So no, I don't expect anybody to get, get this right here. Cause you know, it was donated. Right? Man, so they better man. do
7: payments like African ancestors.
0: Okay, so right here you see right here. The e-mark. Hold on. We ain't, we don't, we don't, hold on. Let me let me do this. All right, you good?
9: so yeah you really? got the e marker right here The can okay a can speak is in kiba am i saying that right k-i-b-i ghana mm-hmm. and 100 percent and so these same types of people is found in bakara cameroon the fawn and benin 100 All all right so yeah let me do this real fast let me go ahead real quick one sec let me go to this l marker right here so that was now the mitochondria, LA, L3, all right? It's the mitochondria now. Hold on. I'm going to share the screen. Now, this is what this is what I got for Chris real quick. I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you how. He's always talking about evolution. All right, let me, um, right here. Let me share the screen, all right? these people who I'm closely related to, okay? So Somali, East Africa's uh, 70.33% right here. Then Nigeria, right? Let me just go down the list for you, Somalia. So I'm more closely related, right? East African, indigenous population, okay, and Somalia. Then you see the numbers start dropping by the time you get to Nigeria, and they go down and go down. But let's see what's important about the L3 for me. this is what I had for Chris. I wanted to show Chris. Here you go, Chris. So we come to the journal, hey, man. Okay, so we come to the Journal of Nature real quick. It's entitled, A War Pronged Tribe Migrated Out of Africa to Populate the World. So I'm part of that warring tribe that left out of Africa. So man, you, you we like to say that Africa's wasn't warring, but it was in the genes of L3. It says, of the tribal hunter-gatherers still in existence today, some lead lives of great violence whereas other groups live in societies with no warfare and very little murder that's what a lot of people be talking about they stay stuck right there right and they got about five sources for that goes on to say here i find that hunter-gatherers that belong to the mitochondrial hollow group l0 l1 and LT do not have a culture of ritualized fights in contrast to this almost all l3 Divide hunter gatherers have a more belligerent culture that includes ritual fights such as wrestling stick fights or head hunting expeditions. They was hunting people's heads, okay. This mm-hmm. appears to be ind- independent of their environment because ritual fights occur in all climates from the tropics to the Arctic. This is important again, okay. Cause we, you know, we had early arguments right against this but we use the science it says this appears to be independent of their environment whether you as in africa because ritual fights occur in all climates from the tropics to the arctic so stop blaming white people cut it out it say there's also correlation between uh mitochondria hollow groups and warfare okay propensity or or the use of of murder suicide to resolve conflicts this is in light of the recent out of africa hypothesis it suggests that the tribe that left africa for eighty thousand years ago performed ritualized fights i ain't gotta keep going but i just wanted to kind of put that there right in that conversation all right so you know what i mean i just want to show y'all yo the science is best fit to answer a lot of the uh quote unquote was that could y'all see my screen
0: yeah, we uh-huh. see you still showing it. You still showing okay?
9: It. All right. So I just kind of I just wanted to put that there. So when we make the the wrong arguments that well, you know, the Africans wasn't doing this. Nah, man, my L three group we left for Africa eighty thousand years ago. Chopping niggas' heads off. The yep. mouse Neanderthal up out of the game. <laughs> you know yeah, I'm saying even had sex with them out the game or chop their heads off off the game. It was it's just in the genes, right? Yep. So when we when we falsely blame. Everything on white people, and I'm glad this is a Black History moment right here. Tell the truth, right? And in telling the truth, you know where you at, where you came from, and where you stand, and most importantly, where the hell you going at? And so when we leave Africa, we're definitely the most technically sound people on planet Earth at this time. We conquered the world with the spear. High technology for that time. It's the thermonuclear weapon of that day. Being able to pick a person off. Whereas though Neanderthal, they couldn't pick you off. They, they, you know what I'm saying? They they stand there and they try to rush you with the spear or whatever they short, whatever they had. But the African could stand off them and pick them apart from long distances. This was crucial for Homo sapiens sapien traversing through different environments around the world. Cause they was on that war thing. So, we're the first people to be on that war thing based off our genes, and we pass those genes on as we went in different environments. I just want that. That's for brother Chris. That's my man right there. I didn't want to get him right there, but I I, I just wanted to catch a moment because I've been had this in the box. And so, sometimes when the conversation really arises, right, and I feel like brothers can grow, like me, me growing, I'm not just saying other people growing, where everybody watching can grow. So, based off me in this conversation, yeah, I'm saying you know he recommended a great book for me but if I didn't have that fight that battle with him then he wouldn't have gave me one of my favorite persons yeah I'm saying like like so 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 I grew in that moment so we all grow I grow we all grow we all grow I grow I can't keep it unless I give it away so I just want to throw it out there you know what I'm saying so Chris, I'll be waiting for your response.
1: You, and I'm go, you. What you, got.
9: <laughs> you ain't gonna get away that with that journal name. You ain't gonna get away with that. Yeah. That's a good one right there. That for me, I don't want to argue no more, and talk about that no more because I'm good with that. And yeah.
0: something else to help me prove that different. My there um I my my mark is l 2 It was and, L3 and. on the maternal side. And then through through migration, it went from there to L3D1 through the mutations. So yeah, that's mine. Kofi, you
9: muted out. Oh shoot! No, you're not. I can hear y'all. Can't hear? You.
0: Yeah, I heard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh y'all heard me?
9: Yeah, I can hear you. T- I can mm-hmm. hear you too, Chef. I don't know what you're doing.
0: Yeah, I can hear Chef too. But yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Moving to quick, man. Real quick, man. I want to touch on this, and then I'll let y'all go, man. Um, let's talk about. Let's talk real briefly about uh SARS COVID-19 and and I know y'all already talked about it I done talked about it Sean and talked about it all the various uh families done talked about it man but like I say you know um you know it may be somebody on here that's in the chat right now or somebody that may come back in the archive that may not really know what SARS COVID-19 is so um brother I let brother Malcolm, brother Malcolm if you still on here, can you briefly break down what is SARS COVID-19 and what is some of its side effects? Okay,
5: okay. Uh, Just Just use,
1: uh,
5: I heard a little bit. I think I, I might be hearing some feedback maybe. Uh So SARS COVID-2 uh, is a different, uh, one of the seven strains of the human coronaviruses that, uh, is- Put us uh, in a global, you know, in our current global pandemic. Uh, SARS CoV 2 again is the virus. It is a virus and it causes a disease called COVID 19. And it's very important that people make that distinction that you catch the virus. You can't catch COVID 19, but you can catch SARS CoV 2, which creates the infection that may or may not lead to uh, uh, COVID 19. Uh, and some of the side effects, of course, it's a respiratory uh, disease uh, caused by respiratory droplets. And now they're saying it's got some aerosol properties, meaning just simply talking or singing or shouting. And you can spread uh, this, this potential viral pathogen uh, into the uh, airway or lungs or breathing mechanism of other human beings. And so since there's an airway or respiratory disease, obviously it's going to cause respiratory or airway problems like uh, trouble breathing uh of course it's an infection so the body has a way of uh recognizing pathogens and it you know it tries to get rid of them so it it produces a fever right um uh cough uh loss of smell uh loss of your sense of taste which both are neurological issues so it's obviously affecting the brain uh or um uh and a whole host of other things that it's causing uh ranging from thickening of the blood uh which will cause uh circulatory compromise right uh causing heart issues as well uh kidney issues Uh, it's just a whole host of things that this uh viral pathogen can do to you because it's a novel virus it's one that we've never seen Uh, and i always explain to people that when you're talking about sars cov 2 um it's in a family of similar viruses you know like i have all of my brothers with a robinson family but we're each different human beings we look alike but we're not the exact same but we come from the same family and so we will do probably the same things to you but i might be a little more virulent than my brother i might cut your throat whereas he might just punch you to death you know so (laughs) that's pretty much how i would explain sorry COVID.
0: okay yeah man appreciate that man um now the vaccines, um, brother, um, or anybody on the panel, man. Um, for that instance, um, vaccines—that's that's definitely been the talk um, for the past, um, past few it months. Is. Damn yeah, it! Weird. Weird. Well, yeah, you can't say because you you kind of started talking about it, and I, I think in December of two, was it two thousand? Well, I, I don't. Well, I don't know. I know I heard you speak about it. Um, we're actually in November, and then I think y'all did. Uh, the conference in December, I think, if I'm not mistaken, 2019. Yeah, it was the debate, and so that means we started talking towards seven seven months prior
9: to the debate, because mm-hmm. Castaneda was down here in Atlanta, and and Devine dove up and then got smacked around. You know how he do, and so we, you know, so we went at it, went at it, went at it, and then you know, uh, Sean did some presentations. You you can look at Amasi, yeah, right. He started doing some pre- like. So, you know, we've been doing this for a long time, man. Like, and we was ahead of the game. That's what I'm saying. See, science is predictive. And so I was reading these works right here, right? So our community <laughs> knew about these works before, you know, anybody did right here. The deadliest enemy, everybody got this. Right, right here, he predicted that it was coming back. <laughs> so I was already, I was on an A game. I was eight months ahead of the curve. Why is he talking about vaccines? Why are you talking about that? The same reason I taught on evolution, because community needs to know it, right? So we right here, and then we was reading this book before the pandemic came. Peter Hotez, vaccines didn't cause Rachel's autism. Most of everybody got this joint. <laughs> you feel me? So, we, so the funny part about this, we was prepared before any um, religious institution was for that, like we was like, the government wasn't even reading the material. How about that? They were not even ready. Right. So I just like to say that we had a great we had a great week, great weekend this weekend. On Friday, on Dr. oya Maya's channel, support that, Dr. Dr. Maya. type that in. Right. Man, Sean beat the brakes off of Brother Keedy. Beat him down, broke him down to the very last compound. See how it sounds? <laughs> a little unrational. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Beat him, broke him down. Remember Keaty, I debated Brother Keaty in Baltimore, Maryland on Saturday, the Saturday before the debate in Harlem against the largest anti-Vax community in North America, sponsored by uh uh, uh Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Yeah, you know I'm saying also sponsored by uh Dell Bigtree. He wrote the two, he no, he 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 published two movies, Vax, part one and part two. So Brother Keaty was my warm-up for that debate. He don't. He not talk to me no more after that. See, Sean, way was too way too nice. Like, like I'ma always respect my elders, but we gotta we gotta rule around here on the pseudo killers. For you to actually be an elder, right? You gotta you gotta be telling the truth. Meaning, if we're in a world where they just went to Mars, right, and we understand the world not flat, you can't be an you can't be considered an elder. At least this this ain't got to go for the rest. This is specific for the pseudo killers, right? If you're saying that the earth is flat, and you saying that the Africans is the all max in the face of all the available data and science, you just couldn't be my elder. Like you just couldn't be my elder. Like, why would I why why would I respect you as an elder? I will always respect you as a older human being, which is different from being an elder. You know what I'm saying? And so for me, Brother Kitty, it's he. You think he got slicked him off with Sean, which he did. Y'all can watch it. Go to Doctor Oyama's channel and watch it. Got all slick. I wasn't allowing him to get away with that. So when he showed the pseudo albums it was anti backs, I'm like, because they're pseudos. You know what I'm saying? They they don't understand, they they pseudo
0: scientists. He was mad about that and everything he was trying to say. Y'all already know how that went, right? Wait, wait, yeah, I didn't. I- I- i didn't like it i mean i wasn't impressed i didn't look at i was at work i looked at uh i got an hour and 15 minutes in of it um last night before i went to bed and um i wasn't impressed with the brother i mean and and i got frustrated again where he didn't show no sources i mean he didn't show no he showed no sources and he was basically citing his cell phone certain things and when he said he had i got 30 sources for this i got 80 sources for that I did a paper. I got over thirty sources on that that paper. Or he may, you know, say something. And then he said, "I got a ton of sources on this." But we, where were the sources? There were not one source he showed. The only thing he sh- he he put up he put up his book, pen Pan- Panic and the Pandemic," or some something that um, I can't remember the name of the book. And that was a book that he wrote. So I mean, Sean did a excellent job, man. He did he did an excellent job. I mean, the the, the um the uh, listening audience was able to uh, follow along with him because he had a nice presentation where they was able to follow and read everything you got. And he had the sources at the bottom and then he had the sources at the end of it. So yeah, he did a, a, a great job on that, man. Well, um, well, hold on, hold on,
9: Kobe real quick. Um, uh, I think the most important thing, that conversation that we had, my fault that he had, it prepared us for that conversation that occurred on Saturday, which mm-hmm. I'm in particularly proud of, right? The work that Sean put in on that conversation because we was actually talking, we had a conversation with two black doctors, a sister and a brother, right? And we're gonna release that that gang film right there, right? <laughs> and so to actually have a conversation with, with real doctors, that's valuable for what we do. And y'all know the routine. Well, excuse me, are you a biologist? immunologist no well that's good because i'm not neither. and let's get it in you know what i'm saying so that conversation was 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 spectacular like that was it right that you know what i'm saying that was the game changer right there so we're gonna we're gonna put that we're gonna, we're gonna put that out sean was on his a game you know what i'm saying we, we downloaded we, we did our thing right there so you don't have to be huh yeah again yeah, we're gonna put together gonna get somebody to really Really, you know what I'm saying because it's it's crucial right people acting like they or doctors or whatever I'm not going to disrespect the brothers and sisters I'm, that I'm not they're doctors but they're not they're not in the field that we're talking about so anybody can learn what they learn and you don't got to be a doctor to learn what they learn remember no appealing to authority it would have been nice if they was biologists but I've never heard a biologist talk like that right. you, you feel me but they was doctors you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. he was a medical doctor. I forget exactly i have a sister says so he's a research scientist and all that and so you know it was it was a yeah that's it that and you know i was on my best behavior and when yeah. and, and and they threw their gun first i just want everybody to know they threw their gun first and once they threw their gun with all that nonsense and you all foolish or whatever i was like well you know i can't stick around for the conversation no more because where i'm from once you throw your gun it's over with and i didn't want to I, I didn't want to by by one of the doctors being a sister right and i'm on i was on a whole different platform right and i know some uh i forgot who went over there t'challa i think was on the brother's platform before right i I just didn't we all been over there yeah yeah i I didn't want to i knew that i wanted to leave room for another conversation to really really choke i ain't gonna cuss to really choke them out on the real information so you know when, when they when they when they lost their cool and was out there you know me and sean just got off there i wanted to make sure i ain't leave a bad name you know what i'm saying i didn't i didn't want to give no reason oh wow he called him wild ass coons he did you know how i can get nope 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 nah uh-uh. nah nah yeah, that's i
0: can all that's it for, i can vouch for you you were you was all your good behavior you and sean um and that and that goes the brother that was on the platform yesterday, and then the brother that was on the panel Friday on uh, Doctor Oyama, they both made a statement that the uh, this MRA vaccine is the deadliest vaccine ever created. Um, and I'm <laughs> paraphrasing, but both brothers did this. Uh, the brother that was on this pl- uh, platform yesterday said it in them such words, and then the brother on Friday mentioned uh, the same thing. So can anybody explain what is a mRNA vaccine and can you uh, explain again for the listening artists, for those that may not know what is in the mRNA mRNA, uh, vaccine.
5: Y'all want to take that? Yeah, I'll, I'll try to explain. It. Uh, uh, mRNA vaccine is uh, uh, pretty much one of the uh, newest uh, vaccine technologies. Uh, you know, we're in a pandemic, and so uh, the global scientific community decided, hey, let's uh, you know, let's let's get some crack lacking. And uh, what they've done is pretty much taken instead of normally we would have what they call live or uh, weakened or attenuated viruses that they would put into a vaccine they would give it to the, they would put it in the body, right, via the, uh, through your uh, um, deltoid muscle, right, through your um, uh, muscle in your arm or intramuscular shot. The body would record, you know, the body would notice that there's a foreign pathogen in the body and will pretty much start to produce protection against it, sort of like a memorization system, while another portion of the body, uh, of the immune system, would start to attack it or take it out, so you'll have two types of cells that will react in this regard. Now there are B cells and T cells, uh, and they branch out and do a couple of things. But the B cells are going to are the ones that's going to produce what we call antibodies, and these antibodies are going to kind of sit and just kind of wait out in the event that you should encounter this the actual virus, where the viral load is much higher and are uh, much more potent. So you've been given a weakened live attenuated version just uh just in case you were to meet the actual uh uh the actual virus from another human being who may have caught it so in this case what you're doing now with the mrna uh, vaccine is they've taken a portion of the coronavirus called the coronavirus because of the, the, the it looks like you know the corona sign or whatever uh they've taken the uh, s protein and what they did is say hey let's produce uh, the the messaging coding chemical that's responsible for coding for the the spike protein. The spike protein is responsible for uh, latching on to the ACE2 receptor cells in the body. So in in just giving that messenger RNA, which is what mRNA stands for, um, the body will only produce antibodies to a single part of the coronavirus, uh, SARS-CoV-2. Sorry. So instead of the body encountering, so let's just say I caught cor- the coronavirus. Right, I had COVID-19. Well, in catching that coronavirus, I had to encounter multiple uh, proteins of the coronavirus. So my immune system spent, you know, certain portions of it making certain proteins or certain antibodies to multiple parts of this this, this virus. But with the mRNA it's gonna spend 100% of the immune system in producing one protein. And that's what that mRNA codes for. So the mRNA is wrapped inside of a lipid particle. Lipid just means it's like a butter droplet. It's just like fats, right? Because you also have you have the fats, you have the sugar, and you have salt and mRNA in this vaccine. No preservatives, nothing nothing else. It's pretty much the same stuff that you're eating. <laughs> And so, uh, and that's to help it maintain its integrity and reach the cell. And so, when the mRNA reaches the cell, uh, it, uh, or the, uh, the vaccine reaches the cell, it will send the mRNA inside. The mRNA would then float inside of the cell, which is like a miniature planet. And so, it'll float across this gelatinous substance called cytoplasm until it meets ribosomes. So this mRNA, now normally in a cell, mRNA comes from the nucleus of the cell, okay? The nucleus is where DNA is, all right? DNA does not leave the cell, but DNA does create a messenger that will leave the cell and that's called uh, transcription. And then that messenger, which is messenger RNA, will then find ribosomes, which is what the vaccine would do, find those ribosomes and start to produce proteins. That's called translation is translating the message that protein will be created. That protein will then circulate the same cytoplasm that the MRNA came in through. It will touch the cell surface. The cells has receptors on it to say, Oh, we got a problem Houston. And that's when these B cells and T cells will go to work and your body will produce the antibodies, which will lead to you having these, uh, the, the symptoms that people are having like the fever, chill, you know, flu like symptoms because they got the vaccine. It's actually a sign that your body is building immunity. It comes at a cost. It's not always free, but it comes at the cost to build immunity.
0: Okay, man, that was excellent, man. appreciate that, man. Um, And just the last question, man, this is uh, a concrete core while we're talking about these vaccines, man. Can you break down the process uh, or the steps? Are you getting um, your first shot? And then um, I'm, I and mean, you and I'm I, I think you uh, went and got your
6: second shot the boost shot. Am I correct? Yeah, yeah, I, I got both shots. Yep. Um, I actually got the, uh, Moderna uh, okay. i seen I yeah, I have my first and my second, but yeah, th- so, um, when I got my first shot, um I you know, my arm was kind of sore and and, um uh, I kind of felt a little under the weather. Not, not, not very much. Um, it kind of lingered for like, uh, two days, two and a half days. Uh, and I had, my arm was pretty sore uh, in the, in the site where I got the shot at. That was that area was pretty sore, but for the most part, I, I wasn't feeling too bad. I just felt just a little bit under the weather. Uh, I was able to work and everything. Um, and you know all of that, so. But on the when I got my second shot, um, almost immediately I went because I uh, it was like noon. I got my second shot around noon, and um, I uh, by the time I made it home, it was already working. You know, I, I had already, I was already like really weak uh my my body was just aching like kind of like f- the flu-like symptoms when your whole body kind of aches mm-hmm. and um and my arm was much more sore than the, than the first shot and um but it the, that only lasted maybe uh a day i mean i i, I went to sleep and woke up Next morning, I was good, you know. So, it did. I think that second one hits you harder, but it, it go, you know, the effects go away quicker. So, you know, yeah, I, I recommend, you know, like on that second shot, you might want to take a day off work or something because you, you probably, you, you're going to be pretty down, low on energy, and, and, and your body is going to be pretty sore. But I mean, I don't know if everybody get the same, you know, I know CK she got her first and second shot and and brother malcolm i think he just got his first one so i don't know if everybody get had the same feeling but i know i I was feeling pretty bad on that second one
0: okay um what about you ck yeah i know you you're gonna took both of your shots and i know you did a lit uh you videoed uh i mean when you 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 put a little video out on i think your 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 first shot i don't think you did on your uh your second shot which was the boot shot but so can you kind of walk us through your uh your steps
7: oh yeah i did a, a video after i got my shot for both of them so the first one you know i didn't feel any pain in the arm until like some hours later and mm-hmm. you know didn't have like no fatigue until i got to the house and like sat down and then i was like oh shit. <laughs> And I just fell out. I don't even think I even had a chance to like kind of like really like take the clothes off and stuff, I kind of was just done. But then the next day I was good, but I just had a decent amount of swelling, woke up in the middle of the night. um, The throat area was like definitely swollen, but I could breathe just fine. And it took pretty much most of that next day for it to go away, I probably should have called off. So because of how everything went with the first shot, the second shot, I decided to request the second day off. Now the second shot, um, didn't have no issues the day of Pain in the arm was like immediate you know and it was actually a lot for the first time in my opinion but i didn't have another throat, no kind of swelling um just the fatigue on the second day i think it was good that i took that day off because the fatigue was way more noticeable on the um for the second shot than it was for the first one it lasted like that whole day Versus just, oh, I was just tired after I got shot, went to sleep, woke up, fine. So I don't know, I think people should just gauge like how they do on the first one, that pretty much would just determine how they should handle the second shot. Like if you know if you have a, a gang of crazy allergies or you had allergic reactions to vaccines before, like you might wanna to talk to your doctor, maybe you know get get the vaccine in a hospital so they can monitor you like longer than the third minutes or whatever.
0: Yeah, they gonna have to they're gonna definitely have to do me. I was um supposed to take the shot um maybe about a month ago or three weeks ago. But um I kept it quiet. I ended up having COVID and um so oh. by me having COVID, I wasn't able to um get the shot after um I got I got well. They told me I had to wait. Um a little while before I was able to uh, form I'm, for I'm able to go and get the shot cuz my job is is um you know asking if anybody want to do it um you know they, they'll make sure that we able to get it done it wasn't that many people that signed up for it to take it, it either, man that's crazy but but I, I knew I would but um you know by me having COVID about a month ago and then my wife catching it I, right after I started getting better um I wasn't able to uh, get the test um brother bro, oh, uh, ck which one did you take you took the moderna or the other Pfizer?
7: i got pfizer i worked for the, the state so they had a decent amount of pfizer stockpiles
0: mm-hmm. nope. so. yeah um brother Malcolm, what about you 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 took your first one and the second one, or just your first
5: one i got the uh the first one i got the modern version i mean like uh, the Moderna. i'm sorry oh no oh. no not the pfizer but you know uh the modern I got one shot so far uh, and either this weekend or next weekend uh, I'll probably, I should be getting my second one uh, while also vaccinating uh, um, members in the community. But uh, I do want to say this uh, and Sean, I see you in the chat. I don't know if you may know or not. They're looking at people that had COVID-19 before and they're saying now that they may just need a single shot. Cause I, you know, like I said, I've had COVID before and I took that single shot. And I had a very robust response. Uh, But they're saying now that that may become a practice to conserve vaccines for others. So
0: okay, so how long was it I um before you was able to get the
5: shot? Um after you had uh I remember reading on the CDC website initially it was like 90 days, and then I would Mm -hmm. ask some of the professionals, they'd be like 90 days, 90 days, and then the the uh but when I asked you know different doctors. As time passed, they was like, man, get it immediately. So once you're asymptomatic for a couple of weeks, uh, I think our medical director was like, man, if you ain't, you ain't, you've been asymptomatic for at least two weeks or so after you got uh, COVID-19, go ahead and get the vaccine. Okay. So, yeah, because they was telling so me the me same thing. Yeah they, well, yeah, they was telling me
0: yeah, ninety
5: days. Yeah, if you've been. You, oh, no, nah, no, nah, don't wait that long. If you can get it, go and get it. As long as you uh, you're, you're not COVID positive and symptomatic, I am getting. Okay. Well, talk to your doctor. Wait. All right, all right, man. Well,
0: shoot, man. Uh, y'all done made history today, man. I ain't never mean at warrior scholars ain't never been three hours. We 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 try to at least keep the shows at least an hour and a half. But this was a good deal, man. A good interview. I skipped some questions, um, you know, to preserve time, man. But um i appreciate everybody for coming on and i feel like after this interview i know i you know i know i already know brother Hunt, um you know i know you know brother sean me and brother sean is in the session we in marcy warrior clan we in coffee fights so i've been knowing sean for since uh maybe seven 2017 no late 2016. um you know and I you know um So, you know, and CK, I'd be over her outside of uh, Facebook. We didn't talk various times over the phone, text or Facebook messenger. Um, You know, and I I didn't, I knew Concrete uh, Concrete Corey or Libin even with the interview that uh, Ong did. So that kind of made me, you know, I'm kind of familiar with Corey. I kind of like Corey too, because like I said, Corey was preserved. You know and and when i seen him you know he snapped on morris tv he said i said god they done got my boy to snap out <laughs> over your morris tv so um and um, uh, you know even with that just even with sean doing something maybe a year in a year year and a half ago where he was critiquing y'all on something and corey was in the chat on mossy man and he was very respectful respectful but um you know and i seen that man and and um he had that, that was a uh great impression on me, uh of what kind of character brother Corey had, man. And um, uh, you know, I you know, so just having this interview now, you know, I'm familiar with Kent, you know, more familiar with Kent, um, true ministry, um, Brother Malcolm, I know Sean talking, I mean I don't know. I mean, it's my first time just really, really ever building with Malcolm, but now I know, you know, a little bit more about um who brother Malcolm is, man. So, you know, Sheffrin. Um, and uh, man, I just appreciate man y'all for coming on man. I appreciate y'all staying You know the duration of the time it wasn't planned for it to be a long interview, especially not on my end um, because I had something else to do But I you know, but you know, I just appreciate the interview and I, I definitely wanted to get to know each and every one of the, uh other members man, so um before we end the show you know any of y'all brothers and sisters got any last word for the listening audience out there before we um um we end the show man I just want
8: yeah. want to say I appreciate you having us on man and uh you know we gonna, we going to link up again you
0: no know appreciate you
6: yeah i just uh I, like you said, i appreciate you having us on i appreciate all of the the positive things you said about us and um You know uh like i said earlier man this is a a honor for me especially during the month of uh black history month um to be doing an interview over here on this channel so and and i just i I always want to leave my people with my favorite message man a lie will make it halfway around the world before the truth get out of bed and get his pants
5: up (laughs) hey uh this malcolm man um Uh, it was an honor and a pleasure to meet you brother uh glad to be here and build on your platform it's always a joy and a pleasure to be on the platform with the uh pseudo killers um and it's definitely always a joy and a pleasure to uh you know push push uh scientific literacy and information to our people it's very important Uh, i look forward to building uh, even more with you guys uh shout out to dr uh dr mayotte uh shout out to uh mbk uh, shout out to dagger squad and uh again appreciate you guys for allowing me on the panel no doubt appreciate you brother
7: nice you know what it is Kofi. <laughs> appreciate you letting us come through you know it's always good when we come through to uh, learn some stuff about africa from y'all y'all got some um, interesting topics going um i mean y'all know what it is deaf to the pseudos you know look forward to still killers doing some things here in the future um oh and don't forget as well kofi i am still doing the voice over for y'all book uh, i ain't gonna lie i've been slacking though these past two months i've been slacking pretty bad yeah
6: because i Man, ain't I'm got
0: gonna, nothing you normally been in sunday some. i ain't got <laughs> nothing <laughs>
7: i know i got a new mic back in like december so i redid yeah. what i did for chapter one Yeah. so and i just been doing it off and on here and there so i'm about halfway through chapter one so hopefully by the end of this week you'll have um this, this upcoming weekend You'll have a uh, chapter one at least, and I'm gonna try to do the attempt to be consistent and do a little bit each day. But you yeah, gotta right. realize it's a lot. You gotta re- read it, record it, and if I can't pronounce stuff correctly, I gotta look it up. And then
1: right. yeah. you know,
7: stuff don't sound right. You know, and of course, you know, background noise. I gotta clear that up. And yikes, mm-hmm. <laughs> it could take it could take a long time.
0: Right, right, right. No doubt. We we whenever you just get time, so that's, that's good. You know we like i said appreciate you for coming on shout out to fitz we didn't, i didn't get a chance to meet you brother um but shout out to uh fitz uh the pseudo killer uk brother man peace peace to you he's been in the chat the whole time man
6: peace and hopefully man and uh man we we intercontinental kofi yeah
0: i see man that's that's what it's all about brother that's what it's all about Uh, so shout out to that brother true ministry and the aunt said that his uh computer went out on him and it's acting up for him to get back on. So he told me to let y'all um, know why he popped off, um, popped off so suddenly. But uh, Brother True Ministry.
3: Yeah, brother, uh, just like to say, I appreciate you for having this on. Um, hopefully a lot of people will start gravitating towards science and start understanding science. Cause really science is more, it's more interesting than any of that make believe stuff that they, they paying attention to. So yeah, like I said, I just appreciate y'all having us on. Uh of course when you want us back on, we'd we'll be back. If you have anybody that you, uh that's putting out misinformation, let us know. You know, we'll pull up. No doubt, no doubt, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, hey, yeah, And y'all welcome, man. Anytime, man. We all we all family, man. We we all family and we connected by the various um groups, you know, um Malcolm, you know, um you know mention well most of the groups i would say is connected by one individual and that that's um um brother unk i met brother Unk through uh uh saber woojow with the session Nature group i'm a part of that group too we formed back in 2015 uh, and um from there the um you know the same you know i was just say with the um almond Ross squad i'm um in raw squad branch I'll say the Sesshu Ma Ani Meta Nature. No, well, I'll say Sesshu Ma Meta Nature. Then, you know, the branch came off there, you know, with uh, Unc being involved, Team Osiris before the fallout. Then from Team Osiris, um, you get, um, you ended up getting Mossy um, Warrior Clan. And from the Mossy Warrior Clan, you get Kofi Paisai Research Team, which is all connected through, uh Unk west man so we we all family man we all family man so you know y'all more than just guess y'all not guess y'all family so man anytime y'all want to come back to the platform man just holler at us man um you know and y'all more than welcome to come because when i'm over there you know y'all made me an admin over there i appreciate that you know anytime i want to get on the panel i say shoot me the link man it's no problem i get on man y'all treat me with respect man you know so you know again man peace and you know peace and respect and honest man to y'all for coming on the platform man we greatly appreciate y'all and i'm you know i apologize about the time y'all a big group and again like i said i wanted everybody in peace time sosa king sosa that's my brother i met him about two maybe two no oh seven 2017 um I, I was kind of familiar with uh i am sosa i interviewed him and another brother who actually through dna i'm actually connected to the brother we actually family now i interviewed him he's a Gullah Geechee, and come to find out i think he's my he's my second or my third cousin i can't remember but um shout out to that brother too um so man again yeah like i said man appreciate y'all man and before uh everybody jump off people in the the audience let me do this real quick um and hey, can I go up? Okay. Hey,
6: hey, yeah. I want to say shouts out to uh Garfield and the Dagger Squad. I mean, Garfield don't know, but he played a pivotal part in uh in the pseudo killers coming together. Like uh he 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 a real central uh part of us uh doing what we do. So yeah. shout out to Garfield and the Dagger Squad. Yeah, yeah. Peace to the Dagger Squad, peace hey. to the
0: Dagger Squad um yeah real quick man for the people that listen to the audience if y'all been up under a rock you know go get uh spears of the Masi volume one a historical survey in the minds of african warrior scholars volume one written by kofi paisa research team if you ain't got uh volume two from spears to pen uh historical survey of african warrior scholars volume two written by kofi paisa research team go get that if you ain't got three please go support us and get three. We just put this out maybe two months ago. Uh, Spiritual combat, a historical survey of the African warrior scholars, volume two. I mean, volume three, I mean. Um, also, if you ain't got Sean's book, uh, children book, go get his book, trip, not Lord, but uh, One Night Before Bed, uh, go ch- go get that. If you ain't got um, my children book, Kalawaj's trip to the motherland of African education and music and instrument, uh go cop that uh sean's from cocaine to consciousness go get that book and uh as i learned we all learned uh sharing information with others deeper your own knowledge my, my book um dedicated to brother unk west i got a whole thing in here why i dedicated this book to uh unk west it's a lot of good information in this book you also learned out who i am and how i came um into the conscious community, and and um, also if you ain't got the cards, man, go get the cards. We put out for Black History Month. We talking about Black History Month, so we have uh, some educational cards, quiz cards you can play with your friends and the family. It has the different brands on there: Kofi Price, our research team, Massey Warrior Clan logo, and our Emboka, Emboka brand logo. Um, and I know y'all hear us talk about in Boca and Boca and Boca is a Wolof word that means family because we are all family So go get those 54 deck of, at our cars. All those things are available on uh, TV.com again, that is tv.com. We also have a clothing line if you want any of the apparel Kofi Paisa research team apparel Marcy Warrior clan apparel, Mboka brand apparel. We even have a revolutionary line. Right now, we only have Babe Ray and we have Thomas Sakara shirts um, available on there. Black Economics Matter t-shirts. I create, I produce black product shirts. We got caps, skull caps, socks, all kind of stuff on there. So go check us out. That is, uh, uh, go to Google, type in M-B-O-K-A, Mboka, Family Connect apparel, or go go in the search and type in www.familyconnectedapparel and our clothing line uh, website will pop up. We appreciate y'all. Oh, Brother Sutek, you got anything, man, too? Man, before I uh, end the show, you stayed on here, too. Yeah,
1: man. Uh, Sean, fire your ass up to the chat. <laughs> I
0: ain't certain, Sean.
1: Damn, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, man. Uh, appreciate y'all. Uh- Appreciate y'all uh pseudo killers, man, for coming on and uh, stopping by, man. We really appreciate that. Uh hopefully we will uh see more collaborations in the future. Uh thanks to everybody in the chat for you know sticking with us. This was a long show, but I I, I stuck in there because it was very interesting, man. Um can't
0: wait to do it again, man. That's that's all I got. All right, man. On that note, man, again, I want to say um we greatly appreciate y'all for coming on man and peace and black african power we out of here family we'll see y'all next week or maybe i may come back on tomorrow afternoon on massey but on that note man um peace man and we out of here man